see once it's up and running. Well, no. No, no, it's gone. Fucking hell, where's the, the link's vanished now? Stupid bloody thing. Stream Stream URL. Copy. Let's try. Are you still there? No, it's yeah, still yeah. the same thing. Still giving me the same name. Oh well, we can't do the. I don't know how to send the link to Phil to put up. It just have to. We'll just have to carry on anyway. So it's just me and you, then Deeps. Uh, well, there's nobody going to be listening for a while anyway. So we can just talk. We can just. So what do you want to do? Where do you want to start? Well, I can just inform you that people can really. Yeah, I know they can really go back later and go listen at the beginning, yeah. but. That's why I was saying we could start from where you like, though, because we're live and there's nobody listening at the moment. So. Well, I can just mention that it's the student left for Ronaldo to bring, make his triumphant return. Oh, God. I was hoping we'd avoid hearing about Ronaldo. <sighs> well, that's, that's all, all the mention you're going to get from me today. Oh, thank God for that. It's one too many mentions, but we'll we'll work with it. Don't worry. So where do you want to start then, mate? As it's just me and you. To, oh, for anybody listening, sorry, I thought we better we better introduce ourselves today. It's just me and D. Oh, we've got plenty. That must be you looking at it, isn't it? <laughs> I was getting excited. Somebody was no, listening. No, no. Yeah, it'll be you. Uh, anyway, so so uh, today it's Ed just. Ed Treble Six is too busy at his put a Manny Peddy or something. I forgot where he said. What did he say? Where was he, Deeps? I have the clue. Uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't taking any notice either. Anyway, he's too busy, I don't know, having his eyebrows plucked or something. So maybe his bikini line waxed. I'm not sure. But anyway, yeah, he's a bit busy today. So it's you kind of got stuck because it seems it seems Ed 25's done a runner and vanished all of a sudden after saying he'd be on. So it's just me and Deeps, Ed 77, and myself. So yeah. Uh, hello everyone. I can just tell you, Chris, that I'm sure Treble Six is out watching a tutorial on how to use Discord, and Billy is just out <laughs> painting a big picture, a big picture of. Rafa Benitez outside his home. Oh, I don't know. I still, th- I reckon he's got the. Is that over the top of the Hamas Rodriguez one from last year? I gotta be. Yeah, he's got to pay over that one. He won't want that one on, will he? No more. Yeah, that is why he's in a rush. He can't even make a brief cameo appearance here. Yeah, oh, it'd take him a while. I mean, he's been. See, uh, he's been. Uh, Painting for about six months, it seems, since retirement, honey. He's been painting his old house. His missus has had him painting here, there, and everywhere. Yeah, when you do it with his little painting brush, it's going to take a long, long time. I think he does that on purpose, so it makes takes longer. So she can't ask him to do something else. Or it's just because of his lack of mobility with his fucked up knees. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he can barely walk around the house these days, can he? It's a, it's, but it's his age. I mean, what is he, 95? 
Yeah, maybe just add those two numbers and whatever you get. Yeah, I'd multiply them even. You're probably close. Hey, Mistress, how's it going? At least he can use Discord, though, which is one step above the, above number 666, isn't it? Like... He might be old, but he's not that slow, man. Yeah. After, after a few tries, now he can figure it out. Which is more than 666 can do. He still asks for a link <laughs> every single time. But he's getting there, he's getting there. Cut him some slack. Maybe by 10 years' time, he will know how to just turn in. Mm, I'm not sure he will. But we can hope. It's when he has to write his notes. He has to dig out this, this slate and pen, you know, the slate and chalk, doesn't he? He hasn't got as far mm-hmm. as pen and pen. Oh, oh, here we go. Uh, Here's our bill. I thought it was 8 o'clock, I'm sorry. Better late than never. I've been organising a funeral today, so... Uh, Christ, a bit previous. A bit previous, um, Bill, you ain't dead yet. No, no, not me. <laughs> Someone else. <laughs> Sorry to hear it's that, not mate. O'clock. It's not 8 o'clock, it's late o'clock for you, Billy. Uh, it's actually 7, 7.24. Yeah, we just thought we'd do it earlier, because, like, you know, we don't have to wait for Mr. I'm too busy having my nails done to turn up on time. All right. Okay, yeah, that, that's fine by me, yeah. Uh, yeah, because we both have to, you know, right, just take it was eight. Yeah, it's late for us, remember, so we we could have an early yeah, night Yeah, I know, yeah. Okay, mate, that's fine. Have we got a nice scenery? We're already on. We're already running live, so we were just going to talk about. We're going to today. We were going to talk about PSG and Tebes. You know, getting into a uh, well, lots of arguments. Club, yeah. you know, the club versus country row. You know, the Brazil and and Argentina, etc., and all the whoever else was it Mexico that are complaining. I can't remember. Versus, you know, versus the clubs that didn't allow their players to go. The biennial nice. World Cup plan. The mess that was yeah, the Brazil-Argentina yeah. game. Uh, obviously, what happened in Guinea? Yeah. Yes, we've got to med- we've got to talk about that. And then Barcelona, we've got to talk about Mariba and Emerson both have it, slagging it off after leaving, and Laporta say, claiming that he was been he was almost bo- almost brought back Neymar this year, even though they're a billion in debt. All oh, right, okay, that's fine. Yeah, you're right with that. So where are we up to, mate? We yeah, have so we were just we were just killing time waiting for you to turn up. To be honest, Bill. All oh, right. <laughs> okay. Just we're very time. good at wasting time on here. Which one thing we it's one thing we can do well. Not a lot else, but we're very good at just <laughs> wasting time talking bollocks. Okay, mate. That's fine. So, so where so should we start with the PSG Tebes thing? I don't know how much you know about this, Bill, yeah. or shall I hand this over to Deeps? Hand it over to Deeps. <laughs> I thought you might say that. Go on then, Deeps. Take <laughs> it away, mate. So Mr. Tevas put his foot in his mouth once again, claiming that PSC have have a very weird set of accounts. How can they afford to sign so many superstars and... Everything, even calling them like team worthy of being in a part of League of Legends and everything. But basically, he's just being a bit of a prick because 
La Liga is losing all of the superstars. And he's just worried that any other good player that they have will again be leaving the league and they will be out of superstars. Well, I mean, you can see his, his point, Like, I mean, it's not like any of their clubs have ever been state-backed. I mean, Real Madrid have never had a helping hand from the government, have they? Only oh, once or twice a year, that's all. You know, a little backing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they've never spent huge sums on Galacticos or anything, have they? So, you know, yeah. No. You can see you can see why he's moaning. I mean, it's it's not like they've got any problems in Spain with finances or anything. So, you know, it's not like he's got to worry about his own house in order, is it? No. I mean, top three clubs there are all in massive financial problems. And he's having a dig at somebody else's club who's in good financial health. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. What is wrong with a man? I really don't know, Trish. We were disc- me and Deeps were discussing this. We can't understand how he got into the position he's got into. How <laughs> did he get there? I mean, the man's clearly a moron. Yeah. He clearly is incompetent. He's got <laughs> no idea how to manage his own house. And somehow, no. he's running La Liga. How? Yeah, he somehow got there fine, but how has he kept his position for well, so long? Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, if you get voted in once, that's fine. But once you've seen what a complete and utter bell end he is, you, you'd be voting him out within an hour, wouldn't you? Yeah. When it'd be like letting it'd be like letting Ed six 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 do the do the pods more than once. We wouldn't do that. We wouldn't be that <laughs> stupid, would we? You'd never let him do it. Where does that leave La Liga? Ah, they're a mess, aren't they? You know, they're losing their players hand yeah. over fist. They can't afford to get him in again because all the. The money that I'm, but what I don't understand, you look at Barcelona and what they've done, is they seem to be strengthening other teams that they while bringing it. They're still bringing in players, but they then don't seem to have a clue which players they need and which players they don't, and they're just no. making more of a mess of their squad. They're letting players they actually need and would have been worth keeping go and getting rid of, you know, and then keeping the ones that they should have been getting rid of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bizarre. I mean, that Mariba and that. Why would you let them go? If it was bigger belief, man. But they don't have many level like we dis- discussed. This. They only have, like off the top of my head right now, they only have Frankie Dion and Pedri who they can sell to this. Yeah, but uh, it's not about, it's not, the, the biggest problem they've got is their wage bill which is obscenely huge. I mean, it's more than they actually earn. So the first yeah, thing they should have done is, they should have been starting at who's got the highest wage, and they're the ones we get rid of. But they didn't. Yeah. They got rid of Mariba, Emerson, people like that, who are on small wages. And didn't Emerson come out and say that he was promised he would be part of the team yeah. one day and next morning he was told he's going out. Yeah, exactly. And Mariba was having a dig as well because he was told that he was told different things and then just shoved out the door. 
they're staring at a mess. But then, you know, when you've got Koeman in charge, I mean, the guy's a dick, isn't he? Let's be honest. You know that, don't you, Bill? Absolutely. Was an Absolutely he refused do, yeah. to have anything to do with your Everton in the community, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he wasn't uh, he never took part in anything like that. Yeah, it was in his contract. He had it written in his contract that he didn't have to get involved in anything, you know, any charitable work, anything like that, any community work, anything. He didn't want to do any of that. Oh, wow. I don't think I yeah, yeah, that okay, was one, one thing, but come on, like having it in written terms that you know where you want to do it. Well, because Everton, asked, not Everton normally put it in the contract that they have to do, you know, all players and most clubs do, in fact, to be honest. They have where you have to do um, X amount of hours, community work or charity, whatever you want to call it. I can't remember what they term it as um, in your contract out. Every player has this in their contract. Some of them don't abide by it, you know, and just don't bother turning up. Some of them do far more than they're asked to do. But Koeman actually yeah. had that taken out of his contract. Because he didn't want to... Do, he was oh, he's adamant. the character of the man, really, doesn't he? Yeah, he was adamant he wasn't going to do any of that and get involved in any of that. No. I don't know why. I don't know what it is he's got... It, I don't know what his problem was with it because I would have thought that was something that helps get the crowd behind yeah, you'd you think that. so wouldn't you yeah you, you would think that but he wanted to concentrate on the football just football matters and the club's got to be more than that hasn't it it's got to be part of the community and that's uh, was as big as failing as ever for me yeah yeah it's 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 the only thing Everton have got that they can compete on an you know that they, they can give them a, a competitive level to compete against Liverpool in the city you know what I mean because obviously you're not you're not winning yeah. trophies and stuff you've got to have that to, to give yourself a chance long term yeah otherwise all the fans are going to end all the kids are going to end up reds because Liverpool are winning things and that's how how it works 90% of them go where they that happens yeah that yeah. happens in every and yeah, every city, yeah. Exactly. Birmingham, I bet Birmingham and Villa, 90% of kids now growing up are going to be Villa fans rather than Birmingham because they're the team in the Premier League yeah. whereas Birmingham are struggling. It's just the way it is. So you've got to, yeah. you know, unless you can do something to keep uh, turn it around. Like Charlton Athletic used to have the best um, community system in probably the world, I think. Certainly the best in English football. They had a fabulous one and it, you know, they had colleges university they used to, you know they had so much stuff because they had to because it was the only way to to keep any kind of fan base you know in, within london and that yeah. and that was how they did it they at one point they were they, they were reckoned to have the largest fan base inside london you know the london area you know, the area the london area like and part of it was out I, I oh, nice. part of it would have been below you know the area outside of london that gillingham and that you know whatever it's called is it kent my geography's terrible but yeah they had they had obviously they they would have accessed that as well but that was what they used to they used to say until they lost their stadium and that was when they struggled and they've never recovered it since then but then obviously they got taken over yeah. by that du chatelet the belgian fella was he belgium was Cabersley involved then? Was that when Cabersley was involved? 
No, it's after that. After they got relegated, they got bought out by I think he's Belgium du Châtelet, and he's just, and it's just been an absolute oh, yeah. mess since then. He's basically just dis dis dismantled everything that was good about them and turned them into a club that's totally against the fans are totally fight you know spend their time fighting with him about so yeah they'll never recover their fan base yeah, again yeah. now it's destroyed them for good they'll always be a small club now it's a shame yeah though i'm not sure how that's relevant to what we were talking about so i'm sorry i don't know what no, <laughs> i got off on yeah, that yeah that's <laughs> Something I was just wondering, how did we go from Terrasa's PSC to Charlton Athletic Network? I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm completely <laughs> lost. Why I, I don't know what I was starting to say there. I just got completely lost. I apologise. I got completely sidetracked and I don't know where what I was intending to say. I've completely forgotten where <laughs> I was going then. Oh, we were talking about community work and how you the Everton. Yeah, that was all. Yeah, how you Kuhlman, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because also, but we might as well mention the Barcelona. Well, go on, deep shooting taker about the Neymar bringing him back. Oh yeah, after after all the symbolic business done during the summer, Laporta, the new Barca president, has come out and said that he sounded out Neymar in March, April, somewhere, somewhere before the start of the transfer window and try to bring him back. Forgetting that he couldn't afford to keep Messi at Barcelona, let alone sign someone who can, whose wages would far exceed what Messi was looking for. So, Mr. Einstein. And they, <laughs> and they had to offload Griezmann as well. Griezmann, sorry, to say it correctly. Because yeah. they couldn't afford his, his wages as well. So, what, would he th- what was he thinking? Do you, th- do you think they let the likes of Emerson and Moriba go, thinking they may not be able to save Griezmann or what's it just? There's, no, Griezmann was always going. They were wanting to get rid of him. He's been a problem at the club. How how has it not worked out? Not not only not worked out worked out so horribly for them because nobody liked him yeah but he's not a terrible player yeah but, I would have yeah, but he, he literally does not get on with any of them oh a bit like Sanchez then Alexis Sanchez no that was just Messi that didn't yeah. like him oh but he has a click anyways Messi Oh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah cause Fran was saying everything. Yeah. Not a fan of his, it's all messy. Yeah, he was saying stuff to, he'd say to, he would literally say, don't, to the other players, don't pass to him, he's shit about Sanchez. And you're thinking, <laughs> what? He's not shit. I mean, the lad was at the time, he was top class. May not have been messy level, but he was certainly an excellent player. Yeah, he was, yeah. Strange. I don't know yes. what he had against him. No, oh, no. Maybe he was just insecure that they had another. No, but he was fine with Neymar and Suarez, who were also South American superstars. Yeah, it's strange because you think, yeah. you know, if any one of them you were going to dislike, it'd be Neymar because not only is he a, a big star name, and he may not be a huge 
you know, maybe a complete dick, but, you know, the guy's got thrown out by Nike for sexual assault and stuff like that. You know, you're thinking, of all the ones you wouldn't like, he'd be the one you'd be wanting, not wanting around you, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's not got a great reputation, has he, really? No, I'm very surprised anybody sponsors him, to be honest. I mean, and he gets film roles and stuff. You're just thinking, that. yeah, it doesn't seem right to me. I think all of Spain is in trouble, isn't it? All, all, you know, all the clubs are in Spain. If the three top ones can't afford anything, the rest have got no chance, have they? Well, the rest, the rest though, at least, most of the rest, manage themselves properly, financially. Particularly Athletic Bilbao, yeah. they never have any financial problems. In fact, their problem is they have loads of cash, but they can't spend it because no, there's no Basque players no for them to, to buy. There. No, because they, they can only buy, they yeah. only buy Basque, don't they? And they can't buy any because there's no oh, yeah, yeah, them and Real Sociedad are the two Basque clubs. So Real oh, Sociedad nice. under Toshak started to buy players like um, Aldridge and stuff, remember? So they went away from it. But yeah. Bilbao still stay. They have to have some Basque heritage. So sometimes they'll sign South American players whose family came from, you know, originally came from Spain or, you know, a family member or something. You know, really, there might be some tenuous links, but they always have to have some kind of Basque heritage. Oh, so, nice. I didn't know. And that's the problem. They sell players because they've got a fantastic youth system. They sell players for a lot of money, but what good's it when you can't buy when there's no players to buy? <laughs> you know, they, so they yeah. end up stuck with all this cash, and well, it just what do you do with it? They can invest yeah. it in their youth system, but they've already got the best youth system in Spain. You could just loan the money to Barcelona, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what do, I mean, what do you do in their position, though? It's what they're saying is we don't want to, you know, we, we can't not sell our players because our players want to go. So, you know, you have to, and it's huge money. It's, you know, it's a, it's a step up for them, a chance of winning trophies. But what do, we don't want the bloody money. <laughs> what are we going to do with it? No. Well, well, at least they're one of the better than clubs. Yeah, and a lot of the, a lot of the little clubs think, tend to be fine yeah. as well. I've, I've, and just think even with the restrictions, they're still one of the only three clubs to have never been relegated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. It's quite an achievement. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as they're only, sell, you know, only signing players with Basque heritage as well. Yeah, like I said, with even with the restrictions. Yeah. It'd be like it'd be like Everton winning trophies, you know. It'd be that kind of shock. Oh, so they're gonna they're gonna do it very shortly, are they? Because Everton are gonna win trophies shortly. So we see how that pans out. Yeah, yeah. We need to save that bit. We need to save that clip to pay it, play it back to every season when you when you haven't won. So. <laughs> <laughs> when you go out of the oh, league where? cup, when you go out of the FA Cup, when you drop that, you know, when you mathematically can't win the league <laughs> again, like after about two more weeks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe, maybe Everton can win the championship one day. They'll win the Champions League, not the championship, deep. <laughs> <laughs> Once we get our new ground, once we get the new oh, ground, God. then I'm. 
our, our players back. Yeah, because that's done really well for Arsenal and Spurs having a new ground. <laughs> I think it's the no, worst thing it... you can do. You, you, it's worked for well for West Ham, but you know it's a totally different thing, isn't it? They were a they were a smaller you club. Suddenly, they didn't invest millions and millions of money to build a new stadium. Exactly. Whereas Everton are going to have to throw money at it. Like Spurs yeah. can. And like Arsenal had to. And it does, it's going to leave you handicapped for a while. But where not... they made Everton wait, they couldn't, go, they couldn't grow as a club yeah. while, oh, no. while the you... ground was such a dilapidated ground. A lot of it's made of wood. It probably wouldn't hurt. Clear fire regulations have been known. No, oh, really. they had no expense, room to, uh, room to expand. No, yeah, you, you definitely had to move. Yeah, I, I, I fully understand, yeah. but it's just uh, we all. Uh, but the, the thing is, with the uh, moving, I just hope it's not one of those soulless bowls. Like, like, see, I know people go on about how great Spurs is, you know, their new ground, but it doesn't. I don't know. It to me, I, like the Emirates and the Spurs one, they just. I don't know, they just don't feel right. You know, when you're even just watching them on the TV, the yeah. sound and that, it doesn't feel like a football stadium. I was just going to say, they're aesthetically pleasing venues, but they're not really yeah. meant for high-octane football games with it. brilliant atmosphere. Like yeah, they, they, they're more... Used to be some other grounds. That's too much emphasis mm. on the high earning, um, what's it, the, you know what I mean, the the ones, the boxes and all that, they earn all the money. Hospitality. The hospitality, that's the word, thank you, Deeps, completely lost my mind, you know, lost that from my mind then. Yeah, the hospitality suites and all that, where they, you get no atmosphere from mm. them, you get nothing from them, then of yeah. no use to atmosphere at all, and there's too much focus on those because they're worth money. That's what it's about, rather than about and, what's the what the, creates the best conditions. The crowd seems to be. Yeah, the crowd seems to be too far away from the pitch as well. Uh, I, to knock at that atmosphere. You know? I say so no, that's not a problem. I mean, West Ham they're miles away, and they've still got a good atmosphere. You got to like yeah. Turkey, and they create a fearsome atmosphere when them. You know, they've got running tracks around their pitches and that. I don't think that's yeah, the issue. The Olympic Stadium in Rome and likes of Yeah, it, it, you can still yeah, get the atmosphere. Yeah, it's just they, most of the problem is the the fans are too busy. They you know they're too busy in the bar or you know the the restaurants and picking you know getting their food. They're not actually in their seat ready for when the games start. You know half of them are still filing in half an hour after the games kicked off because it's so far and and those that are yeah. there are too busy eating and drinking and that to actually cheer on the team I think yeah. that's part of, that's a big part of the problem for me. yeah I mean it, that's it, what happens though because when you go corporate when you go corporate you sell seats to companies and sometimes they don't take them up yeah you know they, they it, it lacks in the crowd then you can see gaps in the crowd and it's not great to watch yeah I, I don't like them selling corporate tickets no. Should be proper, you know, proper fans getting none of these corporations. They should only get boxes only. They're the only ones that yeah. should be available. 
what they they need to do is increase yeah, the percentage. Yeah. All the grounds should be season ticket holders. I think you know all the actual things. So then you get the same people in every week. Get them in. Increase the number of season tickets available. Get this. Get them in all the week. And the only ones that should be available to tourists and you know the tourist fans and all that should be the boxes and that the ones where they're not going to affect the atmosphere. You know, they... I'm sure that works for people on low budgets where they can't afford. Uh... Fifteen hundred pound or more than that. I get that, mate. I get that. I think there's got to be a section where it's like pay on the day, pay on the door, or whatever, for people who can't afford, especially kids. There should be like used to be boys' pens years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. To go in, you know, and and get a taste of it. Yeah, good idea. Supporters, you know what I mean? That's what I think. Right, no, that's good thinking. They could do with doing, yeah, I agree with you. They could do with doing stuff like that, but I don't think that'll ever happen. Can't do that because then they can't control no, who comes know. in. You know, they can't have you checked. You know, they can't have you checked up on and all that, can they? Which is what's happening these days. No, no. I mean, now you have to have COVID spot checks on the way in and everything, like. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah. maybe. The likes of Arsenal and Spurs need to buck up their ideas and actually be a decent team, and then maybe people would be more vociferous in, in no, support. No, have them. you never? You've never heard an Arsenal crowd then, have you? Because even when they were winning things, they were, you know, it's always been known as the, you know, the Highbury was always known as the library because it was so quiet. So, so then, then about... can we blame the Emirates Stadium? It's just got worse when they moved to the Emirates. That's all. Rather than it's just that. No, but you get my point, right? But and, I mean, you've got to remember, Arsenal crowd has always been a bit. You know, they've always been the Bank of England team. You know, they're a bit posh, like you know. Yeah, the rich club. always the dearest stadium. Yeah. So they, so they've always put mm-hmm. priced out the uh, the ordinary people anyway, which mm. might explain the problem with the. You know the atmosphere, because Newcastle has always been one of the cheapest, and they've regularly had a good Crystal Palace, another one. They were always low priced, and their atmosphere is good. Yeah. yeah. So sure. guys, like I, I'm I'm an outsider with no knowledge or anything, so I would just no it's... ask us ask Fine. a very simple question to you guys. Just as an away supporter, you cannot name your own club stadium. Which which is the most pleasant stadium to visit, and which is the most uh, raucous atmosphere? Hmm. That's a tough one for me because most of them, most of the ones I've been to, other than uh, Anfield, have been lower league ones. Well, you can name them as well. Yeah, like, you know, they, they, there was like five people there and stuff. Going to watch teams like Paul and Swindon Town and the likes. Cause... Or Tranmere Rovers, maybe. No, I've never been to see them, no thanks. I wouldn't go there. No, no, things had never got that bad. Even when I knew a lad that was playing for them, I wouldn't have gone to watch him. The best ground I've been to for atmosphere is Old Trafford, I'll be honest with you. It is fantastic. But is it, isn't it meant to be just filled with tourists nowadays? 
Das war, war Krebs. Yeah, I, I, I always see the jokes like in Old Trafford, it's 75,000 tourists. Yeah, they travel up from they travel up from Torquay every day. That's all dupes, not tourists. They just yeah, travel yeah. a long way. They're all, <laughs> that's what they that's what the jokes are, rather than them being tourists. But uh, um, I'm trying to think. I don't. I, I mean, it yeah, this is a good atmosphere, ground. Oh, enough to see. A lot of it depends on who they're facing as well. I mean, if you go to like a yeah, it does, yeah. Any Blackburn Burnley doesn't matter. Well, Burnley Blackburn, the atmosphere is fucking horrible. I remember, my mate's kid yeah. was the god got was in the youth team. At, which one was he? Was he Blackburn or Burnley? I forget now. I forget now. We went up, we went up with him to watch because his kid was the was in the the youth team there, and he got in the got picked to be a ball boy for the game. The black you know, the Blackburn-Burnley derby. I forget which team it was he was actually for. Um, fucking riots broke out at the end. He was <laughs> the ball boy in. <laughs> he was just, oh, yeah. was absolutely gutted because he, you know, it was, he pulled strings to get him in and everything <laughs> so he could get the ticket because he couldn't get him a ticket. You know, we got tickets, yeah. and he only got—he only managed to get two tickets. And you know, he was taking me up, like, to watch the game because he said you'll really want to see this. And he couldn't get his kid the ticket, so he pulled a few strings with some mates he knew at the club, like, got him in as the ball boy. <laughs> and the end, he was at—he was literally sat right in front, you know, right in front of where the the riot broke out. It's like, <laughs> but he was all right because he could run fast, but. <laughs> No, it's it's not what you want to do to your kid, is it? No, no. But yeah, that was a. I mean, that was a great atmosphere. Not nice atmosphere, admittedly. Yeah. It was rough. And like Cardiff can be horrible. That's a nasty atmosphere. Uh, yeah. Good. This has always been a good atmosphere. To be fair. It's not if you're a Liverpool fan, mate. Yeah. No, they, they, no. Get... <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's gone, the friendly, you know, it used to be, when I was a kid, you used to sit in yeah. together with the red and blue, you used to sit in together in the derby. <sighs> yeah, that's long gone. Yeah. I mean, you get spat on and they, they pour hot tea on you and stuff like that from the, you know, from above and that, you know, the Everton fans did. So, yeah, no, I, I don't like the atmosphere yeah. at Goodison, I've got to say. I've been there for a few games where it's not been, you know, where it's been Everton versus somebody else rather than Liverpool. Totally different. Yeah. You know, the, the fan base between the two major side clubs has gone as, a, as what it used to be. But, and that's when I stopped going to derby matches. You know, it, uh, it was getting nasty. It got nasty and... Uh, and it was the same as Hanfield, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah, great. There was an uh, you know, both of them, both, they both got good snubbing grounds, you know, the crowd get involved, and and all the teams do, but, you know, because I used to go to both grounds, like for Hanfield, the atmosphere was, was great in, I'm talking about 70s, 80s, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, right. before well, the nonsense. Everyone used to do that back then, though, didn't they? They go like my dad when he was at uni. He used to go to he'd go to whichever one was at home that week. 
wasn't caring whether it was ever. Yeah, available. yeah. They just go. You just go to whichever one was at home. Nowadays, you do that. You did it, yeah. We couldn't afford to. Let's no. be honest. <laughs> that's, that's a bit of a problem in <laughs> itself. You'd need a second mortgage to, you know, to buy your tickets, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would, yeah. I don't know what we were talking about that's taken us on to this, though, because <laughs> that's... We're going off a tangent all the time. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> what subject were we actually discussing? Because I've completely lost plot here. Uh, yeah, I Last I remember asking, yeah, I remember asking you which ground I've in the atmosphere, but I don't know how I yeah. reached <laughs> the point that I asked that question. So now I think we started off talking about Laporta bringing back Neymar, didn't we? Yeah. How how does that go to this one? I have no idea. We we good. We're clever. We can we can you know it's it's like that um. That old game with Kevin Costi, or not Kevin Costi, what's his name, Kevin Bacon, where you know nine, only nine times removed from Kevin Bacon every every film or actor and that, isn't it? Have you never heard that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you must have everyone yeah, knows that yeah, one, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Don't de- well, don't, don't tell me you don't know it. I don't. I don't have a clue what you're saying. Oh my god, I thought everyone knew that. It's like every actor or actress or film is like within, you know, nine um, things. How do I describe it, Bill? Help me out here. Uh. <laughs> uh. Oh god, we're good at I this. Yeah. Anyway, so like you know, if you'd say um, you're watching a film and there'd be an actor in it, say who's been in a film with somebody else, who's been in a film with Kevin Bacon. You know what I mean? It's like, but nothing, nothing in nothing in the world of cinema or TV or uh, you know actors, actors, anything like that is more than I think it's nine, isn't it? Nine points removed from Kevin Bacon. Was the old yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why that came around. Why that started? I've no idea. But it, it, <laughs> they even did adverts on it, didn't they? Because they were the orange ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did in the UK. They were doing adverts with him deep. So it's very, yeah. you know, it became very, really famous. Like, not sure that it's relevant oh, okay. to anything we're discussing, though. <laughs> 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 Oh God! This is. I think we need to. What are we doing? Here? I think we need to move on to the. Yeah. Uh, right. What are we gonna do next? To the country. country. Yeah, yeah. We're talking Club about country. talking about state. We're talking about stadiums. We could just move a little bit ahead and discuss about Nice getting three match ban. Yes, that's true. We have yeah. We have mentioned that. Right. But yeah. Yeah, we forgot. I forgot to mention that to Bill earlier as well. Yeah, I knew it was coming up now. Yeah, so Nice got yeah Nice get a three three matches a three match home stadium ban where they can't they have to play behind closed doors for the next three matches. One of them being the replay of the game against Marseille, where all the trouble kicked off. For those who don't know, uh, they were basically um sorry Marseille players had been over the last few last few weeks they've been getting pelted at every stadium they've been at 
and then they were facing, you know, and players have been hit by bottles and all sorts. This has been an ongoing thing for three. Then they were they were playing against Nice, and there's just one section, one end of the ground was just throwing objects at them through the entire game. And after 70 odd minutes, Dimitri Payet, the ex West Ham player, got hit by a bottle, plastic bottle, like obviously, and it didn't do him any damage. But he just finally snapped because it's like 70 odd minutes of them getting pelted with objects throughout. And he picked up the plastic bottle and threw it back into the crowd and caused a riot, basically. I mean, it was a proper riot as well. The stewards couldn't hold it back in that. So, yeah, they did. So, Nice have been punished with a three-match suspension, you know, where they've got to play behind closed doors. Payet's got a one-match suspended ban, that's all. And yet his teammate Alvaro Gonzalez, even, has got a two-match ban. And the, the physio... I've, whose name I've forgotten, it has got a nine-match touchline ban. But Payet, who started it all, you know, who, who kicked it all off by yeah. throwing it back, just got one match suspended ban, which is quite a weird thing. I mean, I understand why, because obviously... That was just frustration on, on yeah. his part, wasn't it? You, know, uh, you can only take so much, can you? Yeah, I mean, this has been like... The, I think it was the third game in a row they were getting smashed with these, you know, with all this stuff getting thrown yeah. at them. And then he's seventy odd minutes of it. I think they did well to to hold their temper that long. And you know there was players yeah. injured. They were cut, you know covered in cuts and bruises from the riot. So you know, they wouldn't come back out and restart the game. The Marseille players. They were saying no chance. Nice wanted to restart yeah, the game. Like mean. yeah, right. <laughs> you know. I mean. Yeah. I don't think three matches was enough. They also got one point docked as well. With a further point suspended, so they could end up losing two points. But I don't think that's enough either. I still don't think that's enough. It's only a slap on the wrist, yeah. And I still don't understand why they why it was allowed to continue for seventy odd minutes, especially as it had been an ongoing problem in previous games. Why was nobody dealing with this? When these uh, when these objects are flying out of the crowd, this is a common you know it's a common thing around you know it's not just in France, it happens everywhere. We see, we remember Cardiff v Leeds when they were getting pelted with stuff and things like you know in the cup years ago and stuff like that. It's not changed. It's still you know, still ongoing. But why is nobody doing anything? What's gonna What's yeah, it gonna yeah. take? Yeah, it's gonna take someone to get really injured, isn't it? Before they do anything. Well, we've had right referees. It would with uh, coins and stuff. I mean, that, that, so yeah. that should be enough to te- say, we've got to act here, we've got to do something about this. But this one, I mean... Yeah, I think a lot of it went out of the game, you know, for a long while. It did settle down. It was like a sort of violence in the 80s, late 80s. I don't know. When it. that was rampant, and then it cut that. It, it, it did wane from the, from the game, and it got a lot. I think the same with the throwing. I think that's but it's only back again now. No, I think that's in England it got better. Yeah, I possibly. Don't, it's I just don't in think England, it ever did yeah. in France. They have real problems with PSG and Marseille no. in particular. PSG fans, it's a really, you know, and then Italy, it's a, it's just it's a normal run of the mill thing. I mean, they've had yeah. scooters thrown from the top tier of the, the balcony. How did someone even get a scooter in there? You know, motor scooter. You know, like a like a um, Vespa yeah. thing thrown from the top tier. Yeah. How how do you get that past security? 
You can't even get a friggin' bottle of bottle of juice past the security in England. You have to buy it from the cause you know, unless you buy it when you get in there, you're not allowed it in, are you? I know nothing at all. Yeah, you have to. Go, yeah, you have to go and. Yeah, they won't let you take it. It's, it's a bit like the cinema, isn't it? Wait, wait. Well, where you can't oh, take anything things in, you mean? Yeah. Unless you oh, buy but Billy, Billy has never been to a cinema, so he doesn't know. Oh yeah, moving flicks were invented <laughs> after him, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that old, you know, I've got about uh, kind of press Oh, you are. Uh, you are that old. <laughs> Maybe even older. I mean, I think we undersell it, you know. I mean, you moan about the war, but you're talking about the uh, the Peloponnesian press war. <laughs> no, I was thinking Peloponnesian. <laughs> anyway, we should yeah, move so... on to the next one. Because yeah. I think we've covered that. I don't think there's a lot more to say about that, is there? Unless you got anything to add, no, Neil? No, no. Deeps, you got anything to add? No, no, no. Oh, we, can, we can move on. Talking about sneaking things into stadium where Argentina snuck four players. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they didn't, this is the thing. They didn't sneak them in. They knew they'd... Well, the Brazilian health authorities knew they were there. They knew they weren't quarantining. They knew they were gonna, they'd gone to the ground. It was a big publicity stunt. They they should have been deporting them before that. They'd said that. They've actually admitted they were going to deport them before all this happened. So why did they wait until it all kicks, you know, until the game kicks off? So basically, from what, what the officials are saying, what happened is the players, who the involved, the involved players are Aston Villas, Amy Martinez and Amy mm. Boindia and Tottenham's Christian Romero and Giovanni Lo Celso. So what what they are saying, their part of the story is the whoever filled the forms, be it the players or someone else for Argentina FA, they managed to just conveniently miss out stating the fact that they had been in UK in the past fourteen days. So after they found out the players were there, they tried to find them. When they went to the hotel, they didn't find those players. I don't know where they went. And when they tried to stop them from playing the match, they were allegedly caught up in the Sao Paulo traffic and were late for one hour and five minutes just so for the match to kick off and then only for them to reach. So. But They're not making any excuses. I think. That's the perfect story. Come on. Yeah, of course they. There's going to be find better them. protocol than that, though, isn't it? Of course they couldn't find them because they wouldn't, you know, because they wouldn't have been at the hotel all night, would they? No. Or they wouldn't have reached the stadium like an hour or two hours ago. Well, like, they have to get there. They yeah. have to be there before you know within a, a certain period to sign all, you know, to uh, sign in and fill out all the paperwork, don't they? Yeah, obviously. Even even in normal times, even in normal times, you just don't get off the team bus and walk straight to the field of play, right? Yeah, exactly. You got to no, do. Yeah, you are, you're out having a warm up and that. But if you look at the footage as well, I mean, you know, it's hardly they 
the health authority. I mean, have you seen what, what it was like? They were like two inches apart, all these people. It was like a big scrum of like hundreds of people in a scrum. You think it's social distancing's gone completely out the window there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, it was just a debacle. health organization members and not. It was clearly just a publicity stunt, was it, to have a big, day, you know, to have a go at Argentina to disrupt their chances in the game because Brazil were missing players. So it's like, shit, what are we going to do? You know, we're missing half our team here. Let's get, <laughs> let's, we got to, we got to do something. We can't have this game going on, can we? No. At least that's... No, no, wonder, back, I no wonder Brazil was worried when they didn't have playing in the midfield. That's, see, that's, that's the big issue, you know, without Fred, what, what are they going to do? Whew. I mean, who else is going to be able to give away the ball so cheaply? <laughs> I tell you, that's oh, that's something, isn't it? Hey, when when Fred could get in the Brazil <laughs> team, how low have they fallen? Far <laughs> out, Fred. I feel sorry for him. Why are why are Brazilian players called Fred always crap as well? Do you remember that striker they had? Yeah, in the yeah. World Cup. Oh, and he couldn't score for he could he couldn't even hit anywhere near the goal, could he? He was terrible. Mm-hmm. He, and Joe. He was, he was, <laughs> Joe was another one. Yeah. Oh, Joe Linton. Yeah, well, he's he's, yeah, he's obviously Linton. from Carlisle, isn't he, Joe Linton? <laughs> he does sound like a Carlisle player rather than a Brazilian, let's be honest with that. <laughs> but Brazil were massively, massively weakened, so no wonder they tried to get their way out of the game. Yeah, I don't want, and we then, to play in the game. exactly. That's that's what I think they did. I mean, it looked clear to me that that's all it was about. But the thing I don't is what will happen now. That is the uh, big question now. Can they really enforce a rule that says that players have to have been released for the game when they wouldn't have been able to play in it anyway if they if they were abiding by their health rules? The same reason that they, the Argentinians yeah. couldn't field those players in the first place. You know, those players that they had there that they shouldn't have been fielding, those four, none of them should have been at the game because they should have been in quarantine for 14 days according to the Brazilian regulations. Well, so would have all the Brazilian players as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, would abroad, have, yeah. Yeah. they would have to flown from UK as well, the likes of Fabinho, Fred, Firmino... Richarlison, well, Firmino, Firmino wouldn't have played no, anyway because he's injured. Yeah, for this round of fixtures, but I'm saying in the normal yeah. circumstances, when, when they select any Brazilian player based in the UK, that would be the rule right now. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So what was that? What was the? You know, why is this a big thing with FIFA? Why are FIFA tight? You've got to think people are going to say, yeah, we're going to have to uh, let them off with this, aren't they? They've got to. But they're on about... Um, They've got to, yeah. It, it, it won't work. Well, Ed 2 was saying that they're... What's they're... to stop? What's to stop the, uh, what's to stop the, the clubs 
Yeah, well, look at Rafinha. He just refused. He turned down the the, the call up, didn't he? Rather than Leeds, he was the one that said, so yeah, "They can't yeah. do anything about it yeah. because he's chosen it. He's come out and said, you know, he's publicly said no, thank you." Rather than, so I'm not sure they can do anything to punish Leeds for that. Though you never know with FIFA, do you? No, they can't. No. But the thing is that there's another, you know, with the other window in. October, Ed Two was saying that they, the the chances are that they're going to force the players to go for that one. Which I don't see how they can. How can they enforce can you this force rule? Players out? No, but yeah, they can no. force the clubs. They can force the clubs to release the players. But like Billy said, players can opt out. But what can fighting fee- injury or personal reason or whatever? But can FIFA enforce this five-day rule? Even if they, you know, if a team says, if the teams all, the, the Premier League teams all turn around and stick the middle finger up to them and say, well, we're playing the players anyway, we don't care, what are you going to do about it? What can FIFA actually do? This is the thing I don't understand. Yeah, like, it's not like... Well, could you take points off yet? I don't know. How can FIFA take points off it? It's, they're not playing in a FIFA court tournament. Yeah, exactly. They, no, no the so... Premier League is a separate body. Yeah, okay, you wait for them. Can you wait for stop them? You wait for won't you? aren't involved in this. Nothing to do with you wait for. It's a FIFA thing. Oh right. This is between FIFA and the club. Oh, I can't me, do a now. choice. What what, what are they going to do? Can they enforce it, or are they just going to have to say, okay, we'll let you off then? Because that's what it seems to me. Because I just don't see what exactly they can do to enforce the ruling. If people choose, you know, if clubs choose to contest it, I, I really, I'm not sure what they can do. I mean, could they find clubs? I don't know. And even if they do, well, what's to stop the clubs saying, well, we're not paying? This is ridiculous, you know. I'm fighting it. If they took it to court, I can't see that the the uh, arbitrate court of arbitration for sport is going to find in FIFA's favour at this moment in time. They're surely going to say, well, you should have, oh, you know, no. you should be thinking about this as a pandemic. These players shouldn't be travelling around anyway. It's not, you know, it's dangerous to be, they could be spreading the virus around. Clubs yeah. can just simply... What do you think will happen at the weekend? I, I'm... What do we think will happen at the weekend? Do you think they'll play, will Liverpool play, I don't know if Fabinho will come in here, will they play Firmino and play Alisson? Will they... Um, or will they just say, we, no, they'll play... We know Chelsea and Manchester City have spoken to FIFA and asked them to, you know, to reconsider it. We'd assume that all the others will have as well. Any others that are affected by this will yeah. be doing the same, almost certainly. You know, Aston Villa, Liverpool, etc. So I think what will happen is FIFA are just going to have to back out because I can't see how they can. I just can't see how they can get themselves into a position to take this on. It's not the battle you're going to... It's not a battle I can see that they can win when the players would have had to have been in no. quarantine for 14 days. So they're just going to say, well, we'll take the five-day... Even if they give the five-day ban and they accept it, it's less than they'd have been out if they'd have gone. 
Yeah, he's had an actual yeah, comeback at Forty, wasn't it? Ten to fourteen days. I can't remember which from a red zone. Ten days, I Ten days. Yeah. Even if it is ten days, is it still five days less than? Yeah, exactly. That's what we're saying. Days. It's five days. It's half. The, it's half of the punishment they would have had if they'd gone. So how is it worth? It's just not worth FIFA, you know, standing on this hill and fighting this battle, is it? It's one of those cases where you're no. just going to say, if you're FIFA, we're going to have to compromise. They've got to, surely. Yeah. Oh man, then again, it's you know that's suggesting they've got common sense, and yeah, maybe that's maybe I'm expecting too much, but I just can't see how they can stand on this. You know, it well, she it has to be taken. It'll be sorted before the weekend. I think it'll be sorted there over the next forty-eight hours. That it'll be it'll be given the you can play your players, and it'll get sorted out at the later days. I think that's the only sensible thing that can happen. Yeah, they've got. I mean, you can't just punish some clubs. Well, I mean, Everton got lucky because they're not even pushing on Richarlison, even though he's in the same same position because he went to the Olympics. I'm not sure how that's relevant. Yeah, what's that going to do with anything? Uh, the others, you know, they, yeah, I know they didn't have to release him, but what's that got to do with anything anyway? I mean, it's an irrelevant point. It's nothing to do with this. Strange. Absolutely. I, I mean, I understand. If I had to work something out, if I had to work something out and say that because the players are traveling in the secure bubble, so the rules shouldn't apply to them as it does to all the normal citizens. Well, exactly. Or they're going to have to say, well, we're going to have to scrap the international games until the until all this is till they can be allowed to to go normally, you know, travel normally. You can't have them in quarantine yeah. for 14 days every time there's an international break because that's the international break. No. You know, that's 14 days. That's the whole international break. So basically all they're doing is sitting in a hotel and then coming home again and sitting in a hotel. It's just a farce. Well, they could just yeah, move the fixtures around. Um, yeah, exactly. To, just play them all at the end like yeah, end of the season. Yeah, but we've been saying that for like years. That's how it should be. And uh, do a normal season, you know, league se- league cups and all that, you know, domestic season. That's what I was trying to think of, the word. Do a domestic season and then have an international season that set afterwards. That's how yeah, it it's very disruptive. It is disruptive. It's just terrible as well. I mean, the football's awful. It's just really yeah. I actually thought that was a decent game last night. But, uh, I didn't watch it, Bill. I, can't. I don't watch much international. I know. I don't watch much. I just watch the Camden Pope. That's all. I couldn't watch England with Jack Grealish playing. Thanks. No, thank you. Oh, Grealish. Was Grealish playing? I don't know. Well, yeah, he, well, he was, and he played very well, actually. He was very good, actually. No, he won lots of free kicks, I heard, which means he cheated a lot. We know yeah, he, he did win a lot of free kicks. Yeah, and he doesn't <laughs> win them because he's getting fouled. He wins them because he cheats and throws himself at people. He's committing the foul 99 times out of 100. Well, he did play well yesterday, I've got to give him that. He did play well, and they did target him a bit. They were kicking him. Good. And, uh, but he, he still rolled over three times and all that. But, uh, yeah, he did I've got no problem with him targeting him because he's a cheat. He brings it on himself. Yeah, he is who, a cheat. No doubt. Who did England play, Billy? 
Yeah, well, I, maybe. Just, I don't know that either. I just realised. What were you saying, Dave? Sorry. Oh, it was Poland, yeah. It was Poland, England play. All right. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's the game. Southgate didn't make a single substitution. Yes, that's right. That was what it was. I knew there was something oh, yes, about it, yeah. Because yeah. he said he didn't want to disrupt the, get, disrupt the team or something, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And then, and they conceded a late goal, didn't they, to draw it? Is that right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, because yeah, obviously their legs were going because he didn't make a single substitution. It was nearly two one. Uh, Jordan Pickford hit it against the ball and nearly went in the goal. Jordan Pickford making a mistake. <laughs> wow, there's something you don't hear every day. <laughs> but, to, but to his credit, Pickford doesn't make half as many mistakes as he does for Everton. Not anymore. He's no, no he doesn't. You're right. No, but right. for, England, for England, he hasn't made that many high-profile mistakes. It's just used to for England, Everton. Yeah, but look, yeah. to be fair, when he's playing for England, he's playing behind... Nine, you know, it's just at the, all the players are playing in defence in front of him to protect him, pretty much. They're really negative to watch England. And then again, under Carlo Ancelotti, they, Everton got a bit like that as well at times, didn't they? So Yeah, they did, yeah. But, they did, uh, yeah. but he was doing better when that was happening. So maybe his improvement wasn't down to him being... Maybe we were wrong about... You know, we were saying that maybe he's just maturing at last because he's yeah. making less mistakes. Maybe he's just being protected yeah. better. Mm. Yeah, maybe he <laughs> has less opportunities to make mistakes. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's getting better protection, so he's not got the chance yeah. to... You know, he's not getting the ball at his feet to kick it at a player until now, you know? Things like that. Yeah, only, time will tell, only time will tell whether yeah. it's his improvement or... Let's be honest, it has to be some kind of improvement because he was terrible <laughs> before. He was possibly the worst keeper in the Premier League for a long time. I don't think he's United. ever been the worst. I don't think he's ever been the worst. Hmm. He went through a stage where his, his social life got involved with his, uh, his, his playing career. And he was a bit of a mess. But he has matured and he's He's got better, and I think he's one of the top five keepers now in the Premiership. But that's no, that might be the player somewhere. Top five. No, 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 no. This is the man. This, this is you that says there's 20 better left backs than Andy Robertson. So excuses if we take that with a huge pinch of salt, like the whole freaking pot. It's 22 now. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Yes, 22 now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I on Coco, <laughs> who's so good that you've loaned him out because he can't get in your team. We, we've done that to yeah. bring him on a bit more. Did you? Is it? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah because Dinya is so world class. Come on, he is world class, Dinya. Oh God's sake! No, he's okay, but he's, <laughs> he's not world good. class, is he? Let's be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to give you that Dina is good. He's be, he's better than Everton. He's a, but he's not better than Robertson. Come on. 
No, Billy, Billy, let's just put it like this. If I was to select a World 11, Robertson would be left back. So, <laughs> yeah. Would he, yeah? All yeah, oh, right. Name a better one. You, you come up with Dean, yeah? Uh, who's nowhere near as good. Yeah. Well, the only the only player that you could name would be Alaba, but he has... No, he's a centre-back these days. Back, yeah. Davis is the only one I'd argue with, yeah. Alfonso Davis. Or for long, yeah, or for long, Mendy at Real Madrid. He's said to Which be one? decent. For long, Mendy at Real Madrid. Oh, Real Madrid. Sorry, I didn't know. I thought you said Atletico Madrid. That's why I was confused. Yeah, he's supposed to be good, but I haven't seen enough of him to judge him, so I can't put him in there. I do like that Alfonso Davis, but very suspect defensively. That, I was just going to say... You might find players with better attributes in one part of the game, but as the back is, Robertson is much better. Got to, while we're on the subject of full, full-backs, though, what do we think of what uh, Southgate did with Trent Alexander-Arnold, putting him in midfield because he couldn't find the space for him at right-back? So you got... I mean, I'd say, personally, I would put Trent Alexander-Arnold as head and shoulders above any other right back in world football right now. I think he's yeah. he is uh, well, the best. I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you. I, I don't even yeah. think there's an argument to be made for anybody else right now. I can't I've not seen anyone that I think's even close to as good as him playing the, in the last couple of years. But he picks Paul I, Walker I and Kieran running. Trippier he'd pick who's the other guy he's got in the squad Reece that he Yeah, Reese James. James. And he's they're just not they're not in the same class as Trent Alexander Arnold. Christ Reese James isn't even a regular in the Chelsea team. And he and he is quite said to be quite good at playing midfield as well, so there's playing there? Yeah, he can play midfield. He plays midfield regularly. Trent Alexander Arnold hasn't played midfield for a long for uh, a couple of seasons. No, he's he has had a couple of mo- he's had a couple of moments there in midfield when he's you know when um uh somebody was covering for I think it was Gomez was playing at right back while he played in midfield for a bit just to just for a few minutes of a game like in that last couple of years but that's it he's not actually played there as in a regular role in there like Reese James has regularly played in midfield or wing back or. Oh, as a defensive midfielder. So, I think it's a clamour one time for by Liverpool supporters to to go into midfield because he's got a good attributes to play in midfield. But why would you play your best your best player in any exactly. position, possibly in a different position to what he excels at? Well, the I reason, just couldn't see the point. The reason the was initially. The clamour was because he started. He was a midfielder who was put in the team. He came in the team as a right back because there was a gap there, rather than because he was a right back. And it was just because there was a gap there, and they wanted to get him in the team because he was that good. So they gave him a run at right back, and he just made it his own. 
now you'd say don't move yeah but you'd, now, now he's, he's yeah. the best right back in the yeah, world yeah you possibly. don't move him now do you yeah. you've got to be stupid to move the best you right don't back move in the world. Him now, no. or gareth southgate I mean, he couldn't even. He didn't even want think? to take him to the Euros. I mean, what's what's that about? What has he got against yeah. Trent Alexander-Arnold? Do you think? Do you think uh, he was trying to make a point? Gareth uh, Southgate, that because he never picked him because he wasn't good enough. That if he put him in midfield and he failed, which he never failed, but he never had a great game. But you think that was his justification uh, yeah. for not playing him as right back? Ah, good thinking, yeah, make him look like he's crap, and then it's not my fault. See, I, I, I told you I shouldn't have picked him. Yeah, yeah my fault? and that's, that's why yeah, I never picked him. Good, good, yeah, yeah, that's a good point, Bill. Pro- possibly, I just don't know if Gareth Southgate's that bright he could think of that. That would be my questioning <laughs> of it. Because the guy's obviously a yeah. moron. I mean, if he can't see that the lad's the best right back in the world, then there's no hope for him, is <laughs> there really? No, no. It's, no, he's got to start every game, really, hasn't he? He should be the first name on the bloody team sheet. He's the one player England have got that mm. is the best in the world at their position. So that's the one you yeah. put in first, isn't it? If you've got the best in the world at your yeah. place, you don't look at, you know, when Messi was at his peak, you didn't say, well, we'll, we'll you know, we'll, yeah, he's, he's good, but we could play, we could put him in, you know, we could put him at left back instead because he's got a good left foot, do you? You know, you just put him where his no, position no. is and you build the rest of the team around him. Poland don't look at Lewandowski and say, oh, you know, that other lad's quite a good striker. We'll play him up there instead and we'll put Lewandowski in midfield. Yeah. Mind, then again, that was <laughs> yeah. the stupidity that Wales used to do with Ian Rush. They used to play him in midfield. Yeah. I mean, what was that about? I mean, that's, that's why they were crap, because they were run by idiots. Who thought that was a good idea? And that's exactly yeah. what's happening with England. Gareth Southgate yeah. just an idiot. How he's got the job, I don't understand. And how we, how they keep wanting to extend his contract. You know, they want him to carry on long beyond the World Cup. I don't get it. I don't get it. I just can't watch an England game under him because he's done. His football's tedious. I know. It's just a good job we never won the Euros. Otherwise, it would have been oh, sick, Gareth. Okay, it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> how did England get in this? You know, you you've got to say how bad was that tournament that England reached the final. <laughs> it's like you're. Well, like, it, does sound, hmm? it, it sounds like sour grapes, but Southgate has been so lucky in both the tournaments. Yeah. He's not he's not played proper top teams that in top form, and the only time he did. He lost all those games. Exactly. That's the yeah. thing, isn't it? He's, he just sometimes you, you. But I suppose you, you know what they say. You, you're better having a lucky. You know, Napoleon used to always say, "I'd rather have a lucky general than a good one." Um, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe that's what Gareth Southgate is. He's just lucky. It's that bloody waistcoat thing. Anyway, we should move on, shouldn't we? While we're on the subject of the World Cups and that, we should move on to this biennial World Cup idea that Arsene Wenger's put forward. I don't know if you... Do you want to go on that yeah, one, Bill? What do you yeah, think of I that? have heard about it. I, I have heard about, about it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. Isn't it? uh, it's never going to get off the ground. Uh, you know, what happens to the other competitions? What happens to the Euros? 
and players will be playing more international football, which nobody wants. It's just ridiculous to me, like. Well, wasn't the idea they'd move the Euros to the, you know, to the odd numbers and the, you know, the World Cup, Euros, uh, Copper America and Afcon and all that would go in the odd number years, and the World Cups would be the even number. I think that was the the idea behind it. So yeah, they'll have a tournament every, every summer. Every summer, if you can, it's not doable. No, I agree. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm with the idea. I'm just saying I think that was the what Wenger was suggesting. Yeah. Seems madness. No, it doesn't work for me. I mean, that, the whole point is it's like you're only playing every four years, so it's huge. It's you want, you know, it might be your only ever chance. Yeah. It's like the Olympics. But if it's got to be every effect- year. It wouldn't be. It just does. It wouldn't matter, would it's it? Boring, yeah. No, absolutely not. No, it's got to be something you aspire to, not something that comes along every year. A European Championship, then a, a World Cup, then a European Championship, then a World Cup. It just wouldn't work. The players would be out on the feet, and you know, uh, all the top teams whose players do play international football. It, you know, it just wouldn't work for them. I think anyway. What about you, Deeps? Yeah, you need to think about the players most importantly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Deeps, yeah. Yeah, the summertime every other year is the only window they get for proper rest and recuperation. And then yeah. even, and if you have more, if you have biannual World Cups, then you need more qualifiers as well. You need to play yeah. more uh, so-called important games so you it's just going to, players are machine, it's just going to wreck their careers. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally yeah. with you. I agree with all this. It's just a, it's a terrible idea. And I don't know how people think it's a good one. It's too much. I mean, you know, you need a, a, a summer off occasionally to get to, to recharge, don't you? And get the excitement oh, yeah, back yeah. as well yeah. for the game. You, know, you need a break yeah, from time. Yeah, they are already diluting the World Cup with 40 teams. Now they're just yeah. going to make it. Yeah, let's just say every every game is for a World Cup. Then. That would be the next step. Yeah. yeah. Play <laughs> yeah. the World Cup final. Yeah, why not just turn it into like a... Why not just... Oh, we'll just have a league every summer instead. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh-huh. An international league instead of a World Cup. We'll just, you know, we'll slap them into different divisions, and we'll just play and move them up and down the divisions instead. Well, you know, it's that's what'll be next after that. Yeah, I think. Didn't, didn't we learn nothing from lockdown? Which, when it, the league was condensed and there was three and four games a week for all the teams. It got really tedious, and people were turning the telly off. There was that much football on, and it'd do exactly the same if you had that. It really diluted it for me. For most fans, I think, all them games they had in a condensed... It's going to be like that every year. Yeah, but I think they be tedious. Do you not think they thought that that's more about the lack of atmosphere than the actual, you know, the mass number of games? Is why they're not actually realising... What the problem is? 
Yeah, possibly, Tris. Possibly. Because that, you know, that did have an effect. That definitely had an effect on making the games less watchable. But it's also there was so many. I mean, you just didn't didn't have time to do anything else, did you? It was on all the time. No. Yeah, it got boring, didn't it? I was oversaturation of the content. Mm. I mean, I was. I'm one of those. But when we first started doing the sites, I used to watch three, four games a day. Without fail, every day I'd be watching three or four games a day to do player profile and stuff like that. But last season it got to me. I just I couldn't. I had had enough, you know. Yeah, yeah. It certainly got that way for everyone, I think. Yeah, and I, I, and I know they'll be thinking, ah, oh, it's just because there was a lack of atmosphere and that. But if you have all these games and you have all, then that'll happen anyway. Naturally, the atmosphere will die off because. People yeah. get, you know, it's it's not that exciting when every game is another game. You know what I mean? It's not. There's not the same. The World Cup matters because it's such a big thing. It's only every four years. It reminds me of, for me. Yeah. It reminds me of Celtic and Rangers. They keep play. You know, they play so many times. It just doesn't matter, does it, to anybody yeah. outside the Celtic and Rangers no. fans? It's become who cares, it, you know? It's it's every week it, they seem it, to be. It dilutes it, doesn't it? Yeah, really it, dilutes it. So it's just not, you know, it doesn't have the same draw as it would do if they if they're playing just the twice a season, like in the league. Yeah, yeah. But each makes the game most important. It's the welfare of the players. Players really want to play that many games in a year, in two years, in three years. You know, where they're playing anti-international football as well as league football without a rest, basically, it's going to be. And it's just not viable. I don't know why Arsenal has come up with the idea, personally. Yeah, I don't know what that, I don't know what made him think that this was a good idea at all. I don't understand it. I don't... I've not seen him put, his, put a case forward for why he thinks it's a good idea. And that's what I'd like to see, because yeah. I'd love to see the points that he's got have given him this idea. I don't know. He's an intelligent man. He's an intelligent football man. I just can't see his logic. No, that's what I mean. He must have some kind of thinking behind what he's suggesting it for. You know, there must be a reason why he's thinking this is a good idea. But what is it? I haven't seen him present a case of you, Deeps. Not really. So we've got no, nobody knows what his thinking is behind it. That's, I don't know. It is bizarre, it is bizarre. He must have said somewhere, mustn't he? But I've not seen anything, you know, any kind of arguing of his case. No, I don't know. Maybe there wasn't one, maybe that's the point. He just gave the idea out and that was it. I don't know. But you'd think he must have actually he stated... He must have some logic behind yeah. it. Yeah. He's not going to just say, oh, let's just do it every two years because we want to do I mean, <laughs> but the only thing I can oh, see, the only bonus I can see... More money for FIFA to make. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it's about, let's be honest. Yeah, it's going to be money, yeah. I can't think of anything else at all. No. 
So we'll move on anyway because I think we've covered that now. I don't think there's anything else we yeah, can say on yeah. it really. None of us are in favour of it, so no. we'll move on to Absolutely the not. Guinea Coup. And what's happened there? Right, with you? yeah. Well, will you take the lead here, Chris? Yeah, uh, because you've uh, got Nabby. Yeah, well, yeah, the Moroccan team were basically straight away taken out the country. Well, few they were they had to stay there all day, like, but they were taken, you know, taken out the country under armed guards pretty much as soon as they could. But the uh, Guinea Guinea team was still stuck in the capital while this coup's ongoing, until eventually Nabi Keita paid for their private jet to get them out, didn't he? Or those. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously he didn't. He probably didn't get them all out. I'm assuming he only got out the ones that don't normally live in the country. So I'm not sure what happened to the ones that do still live, you know, that are normally based there. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad state of affairs though, wasn't it? Yeah, they were saying they could just hear gunfire all day long and that. Yeah. Obviously, it's difficult to follow because nobody really knows what's going on in these kind of situations except those that are there. And even they don't always know what's happening because it's... you're in the middle of it and you can't see what's going on a lot of the time, can you? So will there be sanctions now against Guinea? This is what I was thinking is what what do they do? Do they just... Because in the past, I mean, Yugoslavia, when they broke up because there was a civil war war ongoing, they were thrown out of the Euros in 92, wasn't it, when Denmark went on to win it? So if Guinea are in the middle of a civil war, they're just going to basically surely be kicked out of all their tournaments while it's ongoing because that's what happened to Rwanda and that wasn't it they were just left just to to fight and weren't allowed to compete weren't they is that right Deeps yeah sounds sounds right I'm I'm pretty sure that's what happened is basically they would just say you know it's too dangerous for the teams to play against them so they had to drop them out that was the reasoning behind it if I remember correctly yeah yeah, I can't see what else they can do really. I mean, you can't you can't expect teams to go there and play their home. So the only thing you can say is, well, you're going to have to play your home games abroad, which happens with um, wasn't it Ukraine that to no, who was it recently that had to play their home games in a different place? Well, Afghanistan with the cricket team have to play their games. It did, yeah, that was Afghanistan with the cricket, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure I count that as a sport, though, really. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I can't believe you've managed to shoe on cricket into this now. You two. (laughs) It's a good job I'm in this here as well. (laughs) Bad enough, we got people commenting on about rugby, saying every year it's still great to watch. No, it's not. It's still shit. It's rugby. I like me rugby as well. Oh, I, do, I'm there. I do. I love rugby union. I'm not a big league fan, but I do love rugby union. No, I don't like it either. It's not for me. <laughs> not for me at all. That no. Don't find that. I don't understand it. I just don't get it at all. We had to play. I don't even rules. understand the difference. <laughs> I don't even understand the difference between rugby and American football, so I'm not the guy oh, for you. Oh, it's a huge difference. To, to be fair, it's a huge difference. 
it's rogue uh, America. That is a massive show difference. Show stop start. I mean, it's, oh, it's tediously boring. It's the worst thing ever. It's like four hours and there's like two minutes of play. No, yeah, very much so, yeah. I don't understand why people watch Never the Super Bowl. Been. How can you watch that? No. What I didn't understand what was going on, you know, when it used to be shown on Channel 4 first off. And oh, everyone, yeah. We all yeah. used to watch it, like, at school. Everyone, obviously, you would have been well past school age by then, Bill, so, you know, I want to include you in this bit. Yeah, probably. But in school, we were, you know, we were, <laughs> we were all talking about it. We used to watch it. And it's like, you know, none of us had a freaking clue what was happening. <laughs> the thing. We no. didn't know And it was that was when it was it seemed great, but once you started to understand the rules, suddenly you thought, No, this is boring because now you've got rather than you're trying to figure out what had happened, you know, in between each thing, whatever it's called, down, that's the word. Uh, yeah. yeah, in between each down, you spent the entire mm. time trying to figure out, well, what the bloody hell happened there? So, you know, you didn't have time to, to sit there <laughs> and think, God, this is boring, when are they going to get on with it? Like, it's like cricket, it's just stop. Wait, 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 oh, now somebody's doing something, and then that's over in a second, and then you wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it's like, oh, God's sake, just do something, for God's sake. It's too slow. I like, the thing I like about football is it should flow. When it's a good game, it flows. It just keeps going and going and going and going. You know? Repair rugby unions like that as well. It flows. Really flows. Mm, I don't know. I don't know enough. I can't, I can't disagree or agree on that. I just don't <laughs> find it a very interesting game. It just doesn't appeal to me. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. It's not everyone's got to it, I suppose. Yeah, it's... It's all sorts. It's like, you know, there's lots of sports I'm sure you don't, you don't like that I do like, so... You don't like Formula One, for instance, yeah. do you? I like that. No, I don't like it. No, it does me. I don't know. I like motor racing in general, but then, you know, going up in a car family, my granddad owned garages and that, like... As you know, because I showed the picture of yeah. him handing over his car to whoever the player was. I've forgotten now. Whoever it was. Yeah. yeah. He's an excellent pro manager. That's right. How did, you make, how did we start talking about cars and Formula One? <laughs> <laughs> We're not on a tangent, Deep. Because this, there's no this football is, on. This is closely related to the subject. This is honest. We know we don't do tangents, you know that. Do you? <laughs> just, it's what's happening in Guinea is there's motor racing on. Lots of cars rushing around. <laughs> trying to get them out of the country fast. Uh, yeah, I've no idea how we got to that. It's it's, it's without habits, you know, we just we just go play it by ear, don't we? Got no one to keep calling us back to the subject yeah. like no one to chair it. Now, there's no... The problem is there's no football, no football for... Yeah. ...two weeks now. So, uh, there's not a lot to uh, interest us, really, is there? But it'll be back on Saturday and uh, Sunday and Monday. Monday's the big game, obviously. Uh, Everton against Burnley. There's a game on Monday. I didn't know that, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, we knew it was going to have to be the Everton game, obviously, because you said it was the big game. Yeah, obviously, like, yeah. I really wasn't yeah. expecting it to be Burnley when you said that. Like when you, 
when you said the big game. <laughs> I wasn't, you know, I really wouldn't have had Burnley down as the opponents. It's not I, I only know three games. I only knew about three games before Billy Mans and Everton. I knew Manchester United, Newcastle, Leeds versus Liverpool, and West Ham yeah. versus Southampton. Do we want to preview? Should we do a preview of the games while we're? Yeah, yeah you're not the next. Well, we got the the early game on Saturday. Is oh, hang on, is the one on Friday night? There isn't, is there? This week. No, coming no, this Friday. Just check, in case there is. No, it's a championship match. Do you do we want to do predictions, Billy? Oh yeah, yeah, we'll do predictions. Yeah, yes, you could do predictions. I'm good at predictions. There we go then. So Crystal Palace versus Tottenham Hotspur is the early game. London Derby there. What do you think? Billy, take it away. That's a one-all draw. That's a one-all draw. Uh, Palace uh, coming to played really well last time, last week, uh, two weeks ago, sorry. And they've, they've got a pretty decent chance to get something against Tottenham. Although Tottenham, to be fair, they're doing well. But we all know that they're not, you know, they're on a bit of a crest of a wave at the moment. They're going to fall to earth very shortly, and it'll be a one-all draw. You can take that to the bank. Okay. Deeps? Well, I'm I'm conflicted between a one-nil Tottenham win and two-one victory for Tottenham, but I'm just going to say two-one for Tottenham. First goal they consider under Nuno in the league but they're they're gonna stay at top of the league for one more match week alright I'm surprised at you thinking Palace are good enough to score against a very defensive Tottenham side I know they played well, well they have Hugo Lloris uh, they have ah, Hugo Lloris and Panthers and the Eric Dyer as central defender so Ah, yeah, no, no, exactly. good point. You, you've sold me on that one. No, I can understand that one. So we'll move on to the next game then. Arsenal-Norwich City. Oh. And before before we move on, Chris, okay. don't, don't put disrespectful disrespect towards ex-Celtic player Otson Edwards. Siki is going to kill you. Why? Otson Edwards, yeah. Why he you... signed for Palace. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, he's good. Don't, he might be a good sign. Right? I don't think. He's going I to score. Don't think Celtic fans. No, I don't think Celtic fans like him because he threw. He basically uh, just phoned it in for the last two seasons. So he's not their favourite anymore. I know, Chris. Uh, right. So uh, he'll, he'll do all right to fly over your head. Anyway. Anyway, Sicky won't be listening to this. He's not going to listen to this crap, is he? <laughs> Nobody's going to be listening to this. <laughs> I, I wouldn't right. listen to this. I can't expect him to listen or anybody else for that matter. What's the next game? Arsenal Norwich City. Arsenal's first win of the season. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. And they'll win. And they'll win 3-0. Jesus. How bad yeah, do you think I'm, Norwich are, Bill? Very bad. Very, very bad. And Arsenal, they've got to start winning games and this is going to be the first one. And Arteta will come out of it with flying colours and he'll be the saviour again. 
and I'm sitting here thinking whether Norwich are going to win 2-1 or just get a draw. Think so, Pete? Yeah, I, I, I'm not saying it's completely out of the realms of possibility, but I don't, I don't see Norris losing yet again, especially against a relegation candidate like Arsenal. <laughs> All right, another relegation candidate. Because <laughs> this is a relegation battle, isn't it? You know, let's be honest here. Yeah, this is the at the moment, it's a six-pointer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going with a 1-1 one, one draw. Ooh. All right, okay, I'm going three now. Ooh, so a bit of a difference of opinion there. Right, so we'll move on to the next one, which is Brentford versus Brighton and Hove Albion. I'm going two one for... to Brighton. 2-1 to Brighton. East Vesuma with a late. Late goal. Screamer, maybe. Basuma is something. I'm going for 1-0. 1-0 to Brentford for me. Oh. And I think Tony's going to score. And they're going to just have too much for Brighton. And uh, they're going to carry on with what, what they're doing, which is being very difficult to beat. And playing some pretty tidy stuff as well. I don't think Brighton, although I admire the Matt Potter immensely, I don't think they've got the wherewithal to keep going as they're going. And Everton showed them up a bit last time, and I was disappointed in them. And I think Brentford might just capitalise on that. So I'm going 1-0 for Brentford. Mm, interesting. Deeps? What you yeah, I said Ipswich Vesuma. No, you're right. Because they have Ipswich Vesuma. They have Ipswich Vesuma. That's the only reason. Yeah, he's a fantastic player, to be fair. Vesuma is great, yeah. But he's got some other players around as well. No, what I, what I want is him to become a real superstar in the Premier League so Manchester United will think it's worth signing him. Yeah. I don't understand <laughs> what he did yeah. anyway. Because he's not a big enough name. Mm. But he's a great player. What a player. Yeah, yeah I know you'd love him at Liverpool Trust, wouldn't Definitely. Are are you are you painting are you painting him anytime soon, Trace? A big life size portrait of Chris Basuma for yourself. <laughs> no, it's only Billy that does that, mate. <laughs> oh, Billy! Billy, that—that's the Christmas gift sorted for Tristan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. When you finish the your raffle one, one yeah. when you finish your raffle one outside the house. <laughs> We've had a Martinez one. I got ripped out pretty quick. <laughs> 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 it's somewhere for the dogs to go to the toilet, though, isn't it? <laughs> right, so we move on to the next right, one next then. Game, Leicester Man City. Yeah. Billy? I'm, I'm going for one all for that game. Oh. Uh, Jamie Vardy, most playing against Man City. I think he'll score. I think City will have most of the game, but I don't think they, they're firing on all cylinders yet. 
and I think it'll be a one-all draw. I'm torn. I'm torn. Two-one. Two-one to Leicester, maybe. Like Billy said, Vardy oh. loves playing against Man City, and Brendan Rodgers has a decent record against Man City. That's true. He does do well against Pep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's more in hope. I hope. Yeah. The problem is is Brendan often finds a way to throw it away when they're doing well as well, doesn't he? Oh. Did you say this? You should be praying for a Man City win if you just want to get fourth. Because your main (laughs) rivals did a Leicester. Nice one, Billy. Because <laughs> let's face it, United are fighting for indeed. the top four, not for the win, are they? <laughs> no. Is that what you're saying, Bill? Yeah, David Leicester is going to get fourth, aren't they? Oh, but, but Brendan Rodgers is going to choke. It doesn't matter. Hmm. Yeah, I know. You're probably right there, Dave. Yeah, he will choke. So we'll but that's going to be a tough game. Mm. Go on. No, I think it'll be a close game, that. Yeah. So we'll move on to the next game, which is um, somebody United, Manchester United, I don't know who they are, against Newcastle United. <laughs> the real United. That is going to, for me, that's going to be a 4 0 win to United. Which United? I don't think. Not uh, Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about sitting on the fence saying it's a 4 0 win to United when it's, it's going to be called United. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. But uh, it's going to be the Ronaldo show. Is he going to score? He'll score, yeah. He'll score. score a penalty. Yeah, I've got. Oh, come on. He missed one. He missed one in the international week. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's still taking they want them to do well, so they're going to give them the penalty. And Newcastle haven't got much, let's be honest, Andy. Yeah. You know, they're not a good side, and they're going to struggle, really struggle this year for me. And I think United, the Ronaldo factor is going to come in, and everyone's going to lift the game. The supporters are going to be lifted, and it's going to be a 4 0 win. Oops. 3 1 victory for United. After oh, for God's going sake, which United? They're both United. Piss <laughs> off. <laughs> you know what I mean. No, United I don't. This is, uh, this is something that upsets a lot of fans around the country is because everyone calls Man yeah. United just United. When there's lots of United, there's Leeds United, there's Newcastle United, there's West Ham United, there's Colchester United. Sheffield United. Yeah, exactly. What you, what no you're not taking into, into consideration, Chris, is that Newcastle are far from United, and that's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Newcastle are divided. <laughs> they really should yeah. change they their name. should names, be called Newcastle they? divided. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, then a bit of a mess. Yeah, I can't see... Right, can't so we... Can't see them in, in anything other than yeah. the relegation battle this season. Them I Arsenal Norwich are in the ones in trouble, aren't they, really? Yeah. 
Yeah. Arsenal will get themselves out of it, but they will. So we move on to the next game then, since that one's pretty much cut and dried. We'll go on to Southampton, West Ham. Mm. Pretty close game. I'm taking West Ham to get a little cheeky 2-1 away win. You really think it'll be a I close think... match? Have you not? Have you been I do watching... think it'll be a close match. Have you been watching Southampton? No, Southampton haven't been good at all. They're awful. I know, they haven't been, they haven't been good at all. But You've still got some very good players, and they're at home. They'll do, they'll do well, and but I think West Ham are just going to be a little bit too strong for them, and they'll come away with a two-one win. That's my opinion. Deeps. Draw. I don't think Southampton are two, 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 two all. Right. I don't think Southampton are a good good team, but it's just after the international break, so they might get a result for themselves. That's true. It's going to be a bit messy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, it is. That's a point. Yeah. Don't say that. Don't say that. He'll get his head. Won't go through the door. But yeah, because Mikel Antonio has been away with Jamaica, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. 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 So, it depends. He might be buoyed up because he scored goals, didn't he? Or he might just get injured. another injury. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. It yeah. could, you know, it could be anything, that kind of thing. But I just can't see... I just think West Ham are a much better side than Southampton at the moment. So I'm surprised, you know, what you two are going for. But anyway... We'll move on to Watford. But, we'll but, have... but Chris, you do remember, you do remember a relegated Watford beat Liverpool three nil. So, mm, yeah, anything surprises can happen. Can happen. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of Watford, yeah, anybody, watch... anybody is going to talk, say which time is going to win. You need someone to just think out of the box. But I would rather say yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd rather someone was gave the right answer personally. But there you go, you know, you carry on doing what you think's best, Deeps. Oh, oh, you, you can predict. You can predict if you want. Come on, put your neck on the line. Bad luck. <laughs> Bad luck to do predictions. You know that. You don't do predictions, trust me. Yeah. I don't do blondes and I don't do predictions. That's the two things I don't do. And heights. <laughs> I don't do heights either. No chance. So basically, what you're saying is you're a pussy. <laughs> if you like deeps, if that if that turns you on, mate, I'll, I'll take that later. Don't worry. So we'll move My on to game, yeah, Watford versus Wolverhampton Wanderers. One all draw. Oh. One all draw for me. I don't think Watford have got a great deal, but neither have Wolves. And they do play some good stuff, but they're just not putting the ball in the net. I've got as much as as much as I, I like I like uh, the base from the, the lad from uh, Sa? from Wolves. Oh, Traore. 
No, Traore, yeah. I couldn't get his name in. Yeah, you know, he shows so much promise, but when he gets near the goal, he's awful, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. He just can't put the ball in there. And he promises so much, but I think that's a... Uh, you can say that about most of the uh, the Wolves side at the moment. And as much as I, like, I like the manager, by the way, and I think they will be, uh, improve. Not enough to threaten. You know they're going to finish top, uh, middle middle of the road for me. But I think Watford, the, the triers, and they they give their all. And for me, it's a one-all draw. Thanks. Finally, Adam Traore is going to produce something and Wolves are going to win 2-1. Hmm? It's bound okay. to happen sometime. Sometime he has yeah. to, something has to come up for him. I just think yeah. Wolves are playing too... You know, they're creating so many chances. The most chances in the league so far, despite not having scored a goal. I think somebody's... Yeah. My thing with them is I'd say somebody's going to get a hiding off them at some point this season. That's what I think. I can see your logic in that, Chris. I can see your logic yeah. in that, way, by the way. But I don't, I don't think their attackers are quite like firing on all cylinders yet. He'll no, he's not yeah, firing on all cylinders. Yeah, but eventually. Yeah, it'll happen, but I don't think it's going to happen right now. Maybe, maybe. And I think when they get natural, when they get natural back, it'll make a big difference as well because he provides a lot of. Well, and I'm going to resist yeah, the temptation well. to make and any jokes about little opening in Aldi or anything like that as well. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. That's all right. So that's and a, well, won't even that's a one all draw for me. Do you have a Neto in, in Nepal, Deeps? No. Because that's Scandinavian, so I wasn't sure. <laughs> Sorry, it's not actually pronounced Neto, is it? It's Nieto or something. Have you seen the adverts, Bill? No, I haven't seen the adverts, Tristan. I remember I seeing an adverts. No, I've seen an advert for it, and they pronounced it something like Nieto or something. I was like, how the freaking hell are you meant to say that? Nobody's going to get that right. No. I remember shopping. Are you no. getting, you get, come out with like a full trolley load for Two pound fifty, wouldn't you, Bill? You, yeah. you just get you get this, you get yeah. hundreds of things, but you get them back, and it was like uh, it was like a lucky dip, wasn't it? Because you'd open the box like it'd be you get fish fingers. One week you get forty five fish fingers in a box, the next week you get one. It's like you just didn't know what you were gonna get. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. you don't knit in the beans. Yeah. yeah, you don't knit in the beans, and it's like sometimes you don't have half full tin, and other times it'd be full to the brim. You just it was just <laughs> insane. I, I don't know how they managed it, but it was it's incredible shop because it would cost nothing as well to yeah. shop there. Anyway, sorry, very, got distracted there. We'll move on to Chelsea Aston Villa. Okay. That's the late game on Saturday. All right. Well, for me, uh, it's going to be a two-nil win to Chelsea. I don't think they'll <laughs> they'll murder them, but they'll do enough to win. Like they, they're going to do most of the season for me. Mm. They they're a very good side. They're good defensively, and. They've got goals in them. 
I don't think they're going to, you know, I think he's like a first up to gas at times. But I think they'll win 2 0, and that's where I'm going this week. Thieves? Well, I'll have to agree completely with you and go with the 2 0 wow. Chelsea victory. Yes. So, not even anything to no, say. That's the only one. Liven it up there, eh? Deeps just did the 2 0 victory. <laughs> Nothing to say. Because Chelsea has a very difficult team to score against. That's quite odd. I didn't realise there was so all the games are basically on the Saturday this week. Just realised. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is why I missed that there's a game on Monday. Quite odd. The big game. Why Why is there so many? Why is it done like that this week? Because they haven't been doing that for ages. Normally you get three on the sa- Sunday and one on the Monday. But whereas now we just got one on yeah. the Sunday and one on the Monday. What's happened there? I don't know. Is there something else on sport? Is there anything on Sunday? Maybe maybe there's something on on Sunday and maybe another big event is happening. Maybe. It'll be the US US Open final, I imagine. Tennis. But I can't think of anything else. Anyway, sorry. Distracted. Yeah, uh, so Sunday matches Leeds United Liverpool. Do you want to oh, go first, no. Bill? That's... Yeah, I'll go first. I think it'll be a 2 0 win to Liverpool. I think Leeds are a bit short. They're not up to speed yet. And I think Liverpool will be too strong for them. Even if Liverpool have a couple of players out which they need. I don't think Fabinho will play. Um, I don't know uh, whether the ankle injury to BBD is that serious, but he mightn't play. And I think Liverpool will maybe rest a couple, but they'll have too much for Leeds. Leeds, a bit huff and puff. Um, they, I think they will grow into the season. I think they'll get stronger. But at this moment in time, they're not good enough to beat Liverpool. So it's a 2 0 win for Liverpool for me. My worry is Harvey Elliott Oops. might be out. Yeah, he picked up a knock, didn't he? Yeah, he's got a muscle injury. So he might not play. That's a big worry, that is. He's starting to look really good. Yeah. And I, I worry if it was against a better side than Leeds are at the moment. Well, he would be a big loss because he started off on fire, hasn't he? Mm. For a young lad like. Yeah, it looks like he, he's 50-50. Firmino's out. Uh, yeah. Fabinho's out, obviously, at the moment, as things stand. And Alison Becker's me. out, as it stands. Oh, and Minamino right. is likely oh, yeah. to miss it. N- Nico Williams is likely to miss it. Milner's likely to miss it. So, so Leeds might have a good chance. Yeah. Well, the other lad, Kelleher's played really well. For Ireland, didn't he over there? Apparently, so. yeah, I saw someone hey. posting that. Hang on, uh, according to I'll just check in on the site. See who's out for both. The, the, um, according to the sites, they're saying uh, Rafin is out as well for the five-day rule, even though he refused the call-up. How can he be? But how can All he right. be banned? He can't be. He hasn't. He I don't know how that works. Leeds really didn't don't. take the. Leeds didn't stop him going he turned down the call they can't block him 
He's a. They no, they can't. They can't force him to go. You know, if he chooses not to take the call up, they can't block him. That's ridiculous. I don't. I think the site must have got it wrong. That's mm-hmm. the only thing I can think of. If they'd just gone to the players and said, "Oh, he's an international, he's a Brazilian international," no, they he might have just seen he was, yeah, he was called up. Yeah. yeah, they've probably just gone. Oh, yeah, he was called yeah. up. He was called up. He was called up. So he'll be out. He'll be out. He'll be out. That's yeah, good. they're not playing. I think so, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, because there's absolutely no. Reason You're totally right. No, absolutely not. Leeds. Leeds are going to win 4-2 because they have signed a superstar named Daniel James from Obscurity. I don't know where where he comes from. Yeah, what the heck? Cool. Let's let's go Bielsa. Bielsa. Go with Bielsa. Yeah. So 4-2, you know, for, for Leeds. Well, this is the only scenario where I see Liverpool losing, so... At least in the fantasy, they're not winning. All right, okay then. That's fair enough, you know. How's your opinion? No doubt about it. You're wrong, but you're allowed your opinion. We'll yeah, I'm wrong, but I... Anything could happen, let's be fair. Oh, but come on, we all know someone... James is just going to try and push someone and then he's just going to bounce off them. <laughs> yeah. And then roll over all the time like he does. He's one of the biggest cheats, by the way, in the uh, in the Premiership. He falls over. I don't think. Billy, I don't think he's cheating. I just think he's physically weak. Oh, he's the weakest player I've ever. He's seen, very I weak, think. isn't he? He's, he's nearly weakest. a fortnight. He's too weak. <laughs> yeah, I think he's. I think he's the weakest player that has ever come out of Championship. Yeah, I do, yeah. He bounces off people, like doesn't he, and then starts rolling all over the place. That was a good one, though, Bill. I've got to give you that. That was a good one. <laughs> I bet you've been saving yeah, that one every yeah. weeks, haven't you? <laughs> Waiting for a chance to drop that one. That's in. as old as the L's, that's it. <laughs> that's old as I think I missed it. Said, all right. He, he, he said he's... Nika said he's not a fortnight, he's two weeks. Again, there's some lag. Fortnight's fortnight's two weeks deep, that's what it actually means. Yeah, fortnight is two. Yeah, okay, okay. You were just breaking breaking in the middle, Billy. Oh, right. See, that was Billy's moment of glory there, and you've ruined it for him, deep. Thanks very much. You're a miserable get. You miserable guy. It's one moment where he'd actually said something funny in his entire life. 575 years he's waited to make a funny joke. And you go and spoil it on him. You should hang your your head in shame. That is is what you get for disrespecting Manchester United. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not sure it's really right, unexpected. Will be the big game. Yeah. <laughs> the big, the big game now. Oh yes. The one Monday we're all waiting massacre. for. The one we're all waiting for. <laughs> surely, surely, right. Billy, you, you're out for revenge after what Burnley did to you. 
in this band. Yeah, yeah I think this is a true one, actually, but it's going to be a one-all draw. Yeah, and that's no bias. To be fair, Bill, it was one of the most one-sided two ones I think I've ever seen, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's going to change on Monday. It's going to be a one-all draw. Everton will score first and just a draw. Burnley. Yeah, it's a draw. Yeah, it's a one-all draw. Written all win. over it. Wow. No, no, we're going to draw one all. I'd love us to win. I'd be made up if we win. Well, Burnley are quite a useful outfit. And they're very physical. I don't mind the physical. I can live with physical. But I think, you know, the uh, Everton's got a big right-back problem at the moment with uh, Coleman. And I think the likes of Ali Barnes will take it. Who? He's injured, isn't he? Coleman or Barnes? Coleman. Yeah, he is injured. Yeah, and I think, hopefully, the... uh, Kenny? Godfrey will be fit for us. Oh, and he might play right back. Yeah, Godfrey might play right back. Which would be good. But fancy Burnley to get something out of it. They never stop working. You can always say that about a Sean Dice side. They do work hard. They mightn't be the prettiest on the eye, but they're very effective. And Everton have had a little bit of a good run and got the rub of the green a couple of times. And you know, we're still building, Rafa's still getting the side together, and I think we're still a bit short. So I'm saying, you know, me, me head is saying a one all draw. Deeps? Oh, come on, Billy. As a Manchester United supporter, I was happy to show some faith in Leeds United. Leeds. And you, as an Evertonian, can't. Show some love for Rafa Benitez and Everton. Come on. Oh, I've got loads of love Two for Rafa. Have some faith in Rafa. I've got faith in Rafa. But what I'm saying is, I don't want to put burden on them saying we're going to win this game, we're going to win that. We're going to have a little hiccups along the way. Oh, Billy. This, oh, Billy. One just, of them. just be open and say you just don't want to jinx it. <laughs> you're right I don't see, want to jinx it you're see, totally right you're as bad as me it's not just me you superstitious <laughs> I don't want to jinx it no you're totally right it's couldn't be more right but hey, you know it's got to come to a state you don't get all the results you want and sometimes you just got to say well you know we've got to draw that. and I think this is a draw I wish I would come wrong, I would have went to the now. But I think Burnley are not a bad side. Yeah, but with um Dice on his way out, by the looks of it, you know, he's still not they're not You think he's a goal chess, yeah? Oh, this is his final season and he's not seeing head to head eye to eye even. Head to head? Eye to eye even. <laughs> Start again. So with Dice not, not getting on with the owner, the new owner, and uh, yeah. he had a lot of broken promises made to him in the summer, I cannot see how he can possibly carry on past this year. I think this will be his final year there, if he even sees out the season. And I think he's saying this. Surely he's going to go if 
Surely he's gonna go if someone comes calling even mid-season. Maybe yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I think about him. Crystal Palace, Crystal Palace, or a Newcastle, or whoever. Yeah. Yeah, but if he goes to like to Newcastle, that's out of the frying pan into the fire, Nick. With Ashley, I think he's got no, no, some. No, but I'm just saying, someone, someone might just come in and he might just say, okay. Yeah, I yeah, see. I can see that. I would, I would have said Everton, but Benitez isn't going anywhere. No. I'm favourite now, Benitez. It's like, it's like we, we, we told you so. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I was never against him, by the way. I was never I, against him. I know, him. I know, I know. We just like to wipe I you know. out. <laughs> We're going to tell everyone you were against him anyway, so you may as well just accept you were. <laughs> we're good like that. I know you are, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's true or not, we'll just say it anyway. Yeah, the truth in the way of a good story. Exactly. Yeah. It just ruins it. Yeah, and after all the pages, after all the pages called rumors, it's not facts. Yeah, absolutely. That's all the yeah, games done, so, isn't it? So, is there any any other business you want to discuss? Does, does Billy want to tell any more no, jokes really. before we go? Oh, that's the last 21 he has. Yeah, that's, well, I was being sarcastic, Deeps. So I didn't think he would have another one. He can't manage two in one week. I can, you know. No, no I'm sure you can't, Bill. <laughs> You've never managed two in this. That was the only time in the, uh, how many years we've been doing podcasts. So, really can't expect two in a week. Oh, it's Champions League this week, isn't it? That's. Oh, nice segue. I was just going to ask Billy, who do you think is going to win the Champions League? An early prediction from yourself. Yeah, that's true. Let's have some. Let's have the the league winners come up off yeah, um, and the Champions League winners, and what else is there? FA Cup. Go on, let's start with the league. Right. Who's okay. going to win the Premier League? For me, the Premier League will be won by Chelsea. Liverpool will be second, Man City third, and Manchester United third. Wow. Wow. Okay. City third. Okay. Go on then, Deep. Who who do you go for? Well, like you, Chris, my horses are still in the list, so I'm not going to predict them. (laughs) You bottler. (laughs) You bottler. Oh, no, but I think, you wouldn't no, catch no, me a, bottling out of this kind of thing. <laughs> no, on a serious note, I, I still think City, City might just, is it, they have experience, they, have, they still have the squad and everything, so they might just... They haven't it. got a striker, though. They didn't last season either. Yeah, but it was a special season, let's be honest. It wasn't a normal season. They were the only team that had 45 players, so... You know, they could just rotate at will and it didn't really affect them. 
But this season, that's not going to be a, such a big advantage because you're not playing as many games in such a sport, short space of time. That was a massive advantage last season. It's obscene advantage. Yeah, but they're still a good team. And plus... Come on, they're yeah, still but, a good team. I, I haven't finished yet, Deep. So can we just get them warmed up on why I'm thinking, you know, why I'm saying they, they might possibly not be as good this season as they were last season. I'm not saying they won't win it. I'm just uh, giving the... Um, the opposite viewpoint rather than just having it where they're they're going to win it you know what I mean I'm just trying to give the counter argument they've also they won't have the backing of fans because their ground's crap in terms of um, atmosphere so it didn't affect them last season it was just normal season for them everybody else suffered because their fans weren't there but for City it didn't affect them at all because let's face it, it is. There's a real problem of atmosphere at their ground. No matter how big the game is. The only thing they actually bothered to do That's was you. boo the uh, Champions League theme tune. <laughs> I don't think they'll be as good as they were last year. Myself, but I think Chelsea are such a strong unit. I don't think they've got any weaknesses, really. Um I don't think Liverpool I think Liverpool are going to have a really good season. I just think they might be maybe one, maybe two players short if they get a couple of injuries. And that's what's wouldn't tipping that, me in the balance for Chelsea. Wouldn't that be the same problem with Chelsea? Because their midfield is uh, Jorginho. If they've got any injuries, he's their main... I know you're not a big... You're not a big... Yeah, but you're not a big fan of Jorginho, aren't you? I am, uh, really. But... Yeah, but he's picking up a lot of injuries now, and he's you know, yeah, yeah, picked up a few injuries. Pulisic picks up a lot of injuries. They're very reliant on Lukaku to score goals. If he gets, yeah, an, I was going to say there is no backup for Lukaku. Yeah. No backup for If he gets Lukaku. an injury, they're absolutely stuffed. They only need that's that's they're they're like um, Wolves when Jimenez went out. You know, they're just they haven't got a they haven't got a hope in hell of anything really without him. Half the team, you know, they're another. You know, if we were doing that, where we were naming the play a team that couldn't, you know, what player one player could not could a team not not do, you know, not afford to lose, you'd say straight away Chelsea would be Lukaku. Without him, they're not. They're yeah, it would be Lukaku. Really, but you know what they do? They make a lot of chances. Now Lukaku's going to put them chances away. There's no doubt about that. Oh, Billy. But, they can score from other places, you know. Many chances they against can't Liverpool. score from other places. They only made, what, four or five? And also... No, they did. They didn't make... And also... Did the trend and off change that? No, even in the first half, they didn't make a lot of chances. No, but Lukaku never had his best game either, did he? He was marshalled very well by Matip, actually. Mm. Mm, uh... but no, but was it... I st- well, the part of the part of the point is, if Lukaku is in there, that they're gonna struggle massively for goals. And you say they make a lot of chances, but Timo Werner is still missing bucket loads of chances. He's still yeah. missing. And Pulisic is always you've got injured. The... You've got um, uh, what's his face? Gx, Havertz. Yeah, Zayek. Havertz, Gier. So Havertz is really their only other quality player to be you know, in the attacking role. So they're, they're going to be, be heavily reliant on him and Mount. 
really for me. If they, you know, if Lukaku goes out injured, they're gonna, it's gonna have to be them two scoring the goals. You think so? But I think I think, I still think there's something in where where he could, given the chance, and given a bit of a run of games, he could come good. You don't become a bad player overnight. Werner was he's very never, good. Yeah, but he's never Germany. been a goal scorer. That's the thing. He was always a. Uh... No, but he can score goals. Yeah, and I know what you're saying, but he can score goals. Mm, yeah, and, and with Kai Abbots as well. He's very good. I like him a lot. Havertz. Yeah, yeah. Good player. But I like Werner as a player, player, but he's not a goal scorer. He's not a clinical finisher at all. Never has been, never will be. It's just no, he's not. He, no, wasn't he's not. In, he wasn't in Germany. I don't know where people got the idea he was. I don't know where that No, came. very good player. He's spe- yeah. Very speedy, isn't he? Very speedy. Creates a lot of chances, but yeah, you, he's not someone yeah. you'd rely on to knock him, knock him in the back of the net. No, no, he's not going to score you lots of goals, but he could step up to the plate and get you the goals in Lukaku a bit on a temporary basis. And if Lukaku was out, and then it's like Mo Salah, if Mo Salah is out for Liverpool, I don't think Liverpool have got a chance of winning the league. If he's out for a long even period because I don't think got anyone to score goals. You mean Jota and Mane don't exist then because they both scored double figures last season? No, I know, I know, Mane and the other good goal scorers. He's played for Liverpool. Yeah, and, but do you know what? I've said this, I keep saying, uh, coming back to this. He has not been the player since he got his COVID. He's been looking and good this season. He's had a little bit of an he's had a little bit of an to the start of this season, but he's still not the same man he, he was at, before COVID, where, where he was he could be quite lethal. He, may, he started missing quite a few chances and he looks frustrated at times. I don't know whether it's because of his fitness, but he doesn't look the same player to me. But Salah still does and Salah will always get your goals and he takes people away to give the likes of Jota and Mane chances. That's for me. You know, I think he's a bigger miss for Liverpool than Lukaku is for Chelsea. I don't see that at all. I love Salah, but I don't think he'd be a bigger miss than Lukaku would be. I think he would be a miss. That's just my opinion, of course. But uh, he makes Liverpool tick. Harvard just turn up and and show how it's done. That's what it'd be. I think so, yeah. No, I was joking. No, Salah would be a huge <laughs> loss. But you played Jota there or Mane there. Mane started, remember, Mane was brilliant there before Salah came on the scene. Yeah, he was, yeah. And everyone was shocked he was... that he got moved across to the left because he was so good on the right. So I don't think it's that much of a problem. Yeah. You just stick Mane on the right wing and put Jota on the left where he's better anyway. It's his best position. Well, Mane was Liverpool's best player, even when Salah was a year and a half ago before Covid and yeah he was brilliant I thought he was Liverpool's best player but I still think he's not now I don't think he is now although he's still a great useful forward I don't think he's Liverpool's best player I can see I can see both of your points I can't see if it's you know I I think it's going to be a tough season look what my name is 
Look what my very simple prediction of City can win the league. No, I, I don't disagree with you on that, to be honest, Deej, but no, I was just no, given no, my point is, My point is I said City are going to win the league and you guys spent 10 minutes arguing why Chelsea may or may not. Yeah, that's because Bill, Bill's decided they will win it. But I don't think I don't think Chelsea will win it because I don't think Tuchel is great. I think he's just good. He's not great. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I think he's just missing that little bit. You know, it, but he, no, he's very good. He has, he, has, he has something. He has something that prevents him from being great. To defend his him. own ego. Yeah, that's a big pro- that's no, a massive either. problem. But he does do he's he's, he manages players on. well. Players love him. That's one thing he does do. Yeah, well. but by the, yeah, but by the time this season is over, it will have been eighteen months, so it's time for him to start. Yeah, next manager. In. Yeah, new manager will be him yeah. by then. Yeah. So where? Um, yeah. Who else? Is it's the all right, FA Cup next before, and then we'll do the Champions League. So FA Cup first. Not going to bother with the League Cup because, hey, like, at the end of the day, who cares? It's going to be Man yeah. City. <laughs> Probably. Man City for the League Cup, they always win. <laughs> How many's in a row they won? Four. Who knows? Who cares? Let's be honest. I mean, nobody cares, do they? The last team to win it, I can't remember who they were. I think it was some other team from the area or something. I can't remember who. <laughs> the last team under the Man City that won. No, I can't remember. I mean, it's just, it just doesn't matter, does it? At the end of the day, whoever it was, let's be honest. It's just, it's because. Do you remember whom we played? Who did we beat to win the League Cup? Do you know what? I was actually writing and doing an article on it. You know, on the uh, thing. So I should know this. Oh God, wasn't it? Was it Southampton or something like that? Yeah, Southampton. 2-1, yeah. was it? Yes, it was 3-2. 3-2. 3-2. 3-2. It was a 3-2, 3-2. 3-2, and it was close. I think it was 3-2 because Zlatan scored two goals, Lingard scored one, Gabi Adini scored two. It was when Gabi Adini had his purple patch just after yeah. joining Southampton. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I thought you meant with you. I was thinking, hey, what? <laughs> I didn't know you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, United will win the FA Cup. United for the FA Cup for me. Mm. Okay. Who do you think, Deeps? Deeps, who do you think FA Cup? I will return the favour to you and go for Everton. Just, just as a favour. Oh, right. <laughs> you, you never know. Sorry, 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 sorry. What, can you say that again? Because I'm sure I'm, I think my he- ears aren't working <laughs> properly. Because I could have sworn you said Everton, but obviously I couldn't have. I must have misheard it. Go on, say that again, Deeps. Yeah, Everton. No, sorry, I'm still hearing Everton. There's something wrong with my. I think there's something wrong with my headphones. I'm sorry. Just apologize. I'm just going to have to apologize. And I don't know what everyone heard at home, but obviously it couldn't have been what I thought I heard. So. He's not interested in the cups this year. <laughs> yeah, play a week and start in the cups. I won't be happy about that. No, I think I think what might happen. I think what might happen is uh, by the time. The important crunch games in FA Cup happen. Team like ourselves, United, City, Chelsea would be embroiled in the 
league battle and as well as Champions League. I would I would hope we were we are still in there. So maybe like Leicester's knock one last year. Maybe someone like Everton can do it this year. Mm. Yeah, I think you've got a good so point. Thanks, there, I, I, I think I think it's so. going to be the tightest league uh, league run for quite a few years. It could be a four-way so battle. Teams. It really could be. Probably yeah. won't be, yeah. but it could be. Yeah, yeah, probably won't be, but yeah. Yeah, it's one of those times when there actually is four teams capable of challenging for it. The problem is, one of those teams managed by Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, who makes sure they won't win it because if they ever get into a chance where they could win it, he'll be saying they can't win it. Again, won't he? But Chris, I, I, I don't think Ole is going to last past this season. This is going to be his last season, I think. I think that's wishful that thinking. I think that's wishful no, thinking. It might, it, it, it probably is, but what I'm thinking is because of the players we've signed, whether, whether we read the business or not, whether we like the player or not, but those players have been bought to win things, not to be second, not to lose, you know. Yeah, that's fair point. That's fair point. And, and even the most urgent supporters of Ole, they cannot say, oh, he didn't have the backing of the club, he didn't have yeah, the players yeah, or anything. You've got that point. Yeah, you've got Ronaldo, you've got Varane, you've got Santos, you've got everything you asked for. I think Nathan Lloyd yeah. just made a good point, though, on the... Uh... On the YouTube, you know, on the... Yeah, live chat. Yeah, live chat, that's weird, sorry. Um, yeah, he said he's sorry, but you can't win the league with Fred and Maguire. That's a fair point, to be honest. I would have said I'd include Varane in that, because I don't think he's that special either. I don't understand why Man United fans are so excited about him. I can only think they haven't watched him play enough. I don't know about you, Deeps. Do you rate him? I, the thing is, I'm not convinced by him. He has no. to win me over. Yeah, I don't see. I'm not saying. He, he I'm not ready to, to say. He's but... poor. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I'm not ready to say he's poor or good because I don't. I've not seen him enough in the past two, three seasons. But from what I remember, he's not great. He's only good. I With rem- tendency to be really poor. Yeah, he's he has some stinking games and it because he's positionally he's inept he's like Maguire he's not got a good positional sense so the only thing you can hope for is that those two kick up a good partnership because they're both positionally poor and they end up covering each other if you see what I mean because they realise that yeah, that's like, their problem because that can happen it happens with yeah them. on paper Morgan yeah West Morgan and Robert Wood yeah not the title winning pairing but they won the league yeah, exactly. Sometimes it can just work out for you, but then again, they play and they, you know you play a very a fairly defensive style, which Leicester did as well to protect them. So you know it's possible, but yeah, you wouldn't. I wouldn't have United down as my favourites. I'd say. But no, I think it's definitely if you've got Declan Rice, if you've got Declan Rice, I think they'd have had a far better chance of being contenders. Let's just say it like this. United can win the league possibly, but not probably. Yeah, yeah, there's four teams in it, but I think they're fourth favourite to win. Not fourth, not as in like to come. They're likely to come fourth, but I mean they're the fourth most likely of the four teams in the battle to to win. 
Does that make sense? Because I could see, I don't think they'll finish yeah. fourth. I think they'll finish higher than that. But I don't think they'll ever at any point actually genuinely be in a, a position where they're challenging for the title because Ole Gunnar Solskjaer will hold them back, in my opinion. Well, Ole is just going to get dizzy when once he reaches the top. So yeah. he's just going to go falling down. It's just like you. He's like you yeah, with height. Oh, I'm terrible. He can, he can. Yeah, he can. Uh, <laughs> when, we, at the top. when we first came out to Dubai, we looked at a place. It was a top tower. I couldn't even go into the room itself because you could see because there was uh, ceiling to floor windows. And it was top of a tower. It's like the 34th floor or something like that. I couldn't get in. I couldn't actually walk in past the uh, doorway. To look in, to look at. Then we say the others yeah. are all, the others are there filled like uh, fills with the the agent, and they're looking out the windows, and they're like, "Oh, it's a great view here. Come and have a look at this." And I'm just hanging on to the doorway, literally just hanging on to the doorway because I'd fallen over at the way. So I'm trying not to vomit. And I was like, "No, it's all right. I'll stay here, thanks." Yeah, I'm not good with items. Oh no, I was. Someone has being an Amazonian. Yeah. Oh, someone has to take you guys for a bungee jump. I'd be, I'd be all right with that. I'm all right with stuff like that. It doesn't bother me. It's when it's got, you know, you, you're in a top of a bit, something like that. If you've got something to focus on, like a bungee jump or going on a fairground ride or whatever, you know, when they're up high and that, I'm fine with that. It's doing... It's I'd never do a bungee jump. Never. Yeah, that kind of thing don't bother me. I'd, I don't... But I like stuff like that, you know, where you oddly. But like going up the top of the bridge, Cleveland, no thanks, I'll stay down here, thanks. Even when I've had free tickets offered to me, it's like, no, I, I don't care, I don't want to go. No, never. Heights. Yeah. See, you'd be all right with that, I suppose, because you're from a mountainous country, aren't you? Um, Deeps. I think he called you Abid then, sorry. That would have been a grave insult. It's just because I read Abid on the widget as I was... Doing it because six just spoken to him. Yeah, I was, was going to say you. So you must be used to heights there, mustn't you? Because you're a pie, aren't you? Where you are. Come on, come on, Chief. That's the stereotyping all littlets. No, I thought you. I thought you top. said you were up on oh, a. I thought you were up on a high place. I thought you said you were up in the mountains. No. Aren't you? No. No, no, been, no. And that must have been the security guard here, Aaron, who was telling me about being up in the mountains then. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because you see, you got to remember, I speak to, uh, you know, we got a lot of Nepalese, all the guards here are Nepalese, so you spend all day talking to, you get mixed up over which one said what, or I do anyway. Maybe it's my age because I'm catching up with Billy now, only another 755 (laughs) years and I'll be about the same as him. So anyway, Champions League... You're thinking of Dependra uh, tensing you out. I don't know. Yeah. We've got see the, the problem. Is a, couple, a couple of the security guards here are also called Dependra, which is quite which is quite confusing. I find because they're all called Deeps. Yeah. Like it's like you know it's bad enough that it's bad enough having one. You can't remember three without getting confused. I can't anyway. Everyone has to have a different name, so I give them all nicknames. Anyway, Champions League. League. Come on. I was waiting for a bit. I thought Deeps was in on this. I thought he'd be straight in. Come on, Deeps. Champions League. 
You're fast off. PSD maybe, but not Pochettino, no. Good point. Yeah, what the heck? All at the wheel, Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't think they'll win the Premier League, but you think they'll win the Champions League? Hmm, interesting. <laughs> Surely it's got to be Pep, hasn't it, at last? Surely he's going to shoot himself in the foot again. Yeah. I, I think so as well, but I just thought I'd say it just for a laugh, like, you know, because I can't think who else. You can... <laughs> it's, it's a really hard one to pick. I'm going with Bayern Munich. They are putting my head on the block here and saying Bayern Munich. That's what Nathan Lloyd said, but I, I'm, he was saying the only issue is Upamecano, and I'm agreeing with that. That's what puts me off them. I don't think they're very good defensively, Bayern. Sula as well. Sula isn't great. No, it's their defence can be got at very easily. I wouldn't... No. And Alfonso Davis, fantastic going forward, but can't defend. So that leaves their right back. Who's... Benjamin Pavard. Benjamin yeah, Pavard again. hasn't been good for them. Not yeah. been good for them. Again, I wouldn't... I don't rate him at all anyway. I don't know why he was so raved about, because he had a few... He had, like, two good games in a in a international tournament. Suddenly he's a superstar. No, he's not. He's a very yeah. average player. And he's not even a right-back. Yeah, he's centre-back. But, yeah, I don't, yeah, but Bayern would worry me because defensively they're awful. It's all right in the Maybe Bundesliga because the Bundesliga is a crap. You know, there's not really a lot of quality there. Maybe finally Simeone and Atletico can conjure up something. Mm-hmm. Good shout, good shout. So... But aren't, you know, they've lost... the Spanish teams are going to be in it this year, for me. I think there's too many problems in Spanish football that I don't think they'll uh, be challenging. I, I, you know, they might get to the, one of them might get to the semis, but I, I, I can't see Spanish clubs with the financial constraints they've got now and the, uh, the actual way it's panning out for uh, Spanish clubs. I don't think they're going to be in, involved in it. But that's just my opinion. Barca has still got Ansu Fati. And Depay. Yeah, and Memphis, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure he's the Champions League winner class, though, is he? I like no, him. No, absolutely not. He's not Come the kind on, of Chris. Play. West Brown wasn't. Hmm? West Brown wasn't. He won. West Brown wasn't a Champions League caliber no, player. No, but what I mean he is, he's not someone player. you say because they've got him, he's going to change you. You know what I mean? I think they've. Yeah, but I'm not. I don't think Barca are going to win it, whether no. Depay is good or not. But I'm just saying they have a good player in Depay as well. And Fatih has been. Fatih's. He's still injured, right? But he's still injured. You know, you don't know how he's going to recover and how good he's point. going to perform. Good point. Yeah, give it that yeah. one. Um, who's Real Madrid's youngster they've got coming through? I've forgotten who they've got their hopes on. They've got uh, Camavinga. They signed Camavinga. They've got Fede yeah. Valverde. Yes, they've Camavinga. got Vinicius. They've got Rodrigo. Yeah, I remember because Camavinga, when he signed for him, they put on the uh, on the thing, they signed the best young player in the world. And I had a freaking panic attack because I thought they'd signed Harvey Elliott for a minute. 
You already used that joke. Yeah, on the widget. I didn't use it on here. Yeah, hey, yeah. Well, I can save. I can use it twice as long as it stay out of here, dear. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Camavinga, I mean, he's a good player, but he's got a bit of an attitude problem. But come on, come on, Chris. Harvey Elliott isn't, isn't even the best English young player. Why, who is? Don't dare say Phil Jude Foden. Bellingham. Jude Bellingham. I like Bellingham, but I have Elliott over him all day long, every day. I love Bellingham. In fact, I'd love to get signed him for Liverpool, but I think Elliott's a better talent. He should have been playing for Liverpool last season. I think it was a mistake to send him out on loan. I would have had him in the team then, to be honest. Oh, but the loan, but the loan move seems to have done him no harm. No, it hasn't done him no harm. You're right, Tips. No, it's helped him. But like, I just think he was ready last season, and we could have used him. So. Oh, but he still he wouldn't have finished anything higher than third. So. I don't know. We were top of the league when, you know, at one point, when even with uh, Van Dijk and that out injured, and when it fell apart, it fell apart badly. But I think he would have been useful to have at the time when it fell apart because none of the strikers were scoring at that point, and he scores yeah, goals yeah. and creates them. So I think we, you know, I, I think you'd be surprised. I think we could have been, we could have been in there still. I mean, we'd certainly have finished yes, above United yes, I, with a bit of help. You know, if he had, if, if Klopp had trusted Nat Phillips a bit sooner. Oh, I was beating yeah. that horse. Yeah. I was I really like Klopp. I thought I was massively Yeah, I love Nat Phillips. I think he's not world class. He's never going to be world class. But I think if you're looking for someone to just step in and fill a gap for a for half a season, whatever, in the Premier League, I think he he was perfect for the job. He was very, he did really well. And I don't understand why Klopp didn't try, just go with him. Bizarre decision. And I don't understand. I don't understand why Klopp was willing to let him go. No, no. I, well, I could have understood if we'd bought two defenders in and we got, you know, you needed to make space. But like, no, no you get rid of Matsu. I like Matsu. Yeah. He's a better player, yeah? but. He's too injury prone. That's yeah, exactly. Got to be the first one you sell. Agreed completely. Yeah, it's an odd, odd decision. But Klopp had to do what he thought was right, even if it was a mistake. Yeah, it was a mistake to uh, sacrifice the midfield for. Yeah. To put them in the back four for certain. Uh, yeah, exactly. When you've got, got Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't understand. I just don't. I know a lot of people seem to think he was crap, and I don't understand why they think that. I thought he was really good. I really was impressed with him last season. I think he did a fantastic job when he stepped in, and he got better and better on I think the ball as okay, well. Yeah. He started bringing it out from the back at one at the end of this by the end of the season. He's playing, you know. Just like striding forward. I mean, he's no Alan Hansen, but he did a bloody good job. Ah, uh, oh, you can't you can't change things now, can you? So. No. No. So. Anyway, boys, that's me for so, the night. So gone. Manchester United has won for the Champions yeah, League. Yeah, 
Yeah. And, what other okay. teams, but yeah. and who did you go for? How come? Bayern Munich. Yeah, yeah. It's a really difficult one, though. Because anyone it is, yeah. thing like that. But yeah, so you finished... It's going to be like the Premiership. Ooh. That's going to go up for the four wheels. Just nobody There's think... one thing that is definitely not going to win the Champions League. Everton. Who? Everton. Everton. No, they're not, not this year, they're not. Probably next year. <laughs> In Rafa, we trust them. Uh, <laughs> In Rafa, we trust this race. <laughs> no more Rafa. Anyway, boys. I'm go- Rafael Benito, <laughs> no more of that. Guys, <laughs> uh, I'm up. I've got a big funeral tomorrow, right. so I'm going to get some sleep. Hope it goes well. Okay, thanks very much. Yeah. Uh, so, I won't be on much tomorrow. I'll be drunk to the funeral. So, uh, don't good worry, luck to you, boys. Don't and, worry, Bill. We won't. And thanks very much. <laughs> yeah, you won't notice now. <laughs> Take care. Thanks very much, boys. Yeah, till our deeps. Bye, mate. Yeah, yeah thanks a lot. Goodbye. Good night, Billy. Okay, yeah, good night, boys. Thanks a lot. Ta-ra-na. Take care, mate. Has he gone yet? Can we start talking about him? All right, Bill. He's still there. He's still there. Oh, he's gone. Don't talk he's about up. him yet. Shh, he's still there. No, he's still, he's still oh, in the voice channel. Oh. <laughs> no, he's gone. He's gone. He's up. Are we going to carry on for a bit, or have you had enough now, mate? Because it must be really late where you are. Uh, whatever floats the boat, man. I'm fine either way. Go back to the beginning. Yeah, he <laughs> said time to go. Yeah, well, we might as well call, call it now then, mate, because there's nothing else. We, we've, I mean, we've, we've stretched this out beyond credibility here. We're coming up with things to talk about by... Uh, Going off on long tangents just to try and fill space, haven't we? So, I don't think we can really come uh, up with anything else to talk about, can we? Uh, not at this hour of the night. No, that's what I thought. So, we'll call it there then, mate. All right, cheers for that yeah, one. Okay. And I'll speak. Well, I'll, uh, I'll see you next mine. Thursday, was what I was trying to say. 